Welcome back to Hidden Power. Today we're going to discuss every single thing that could be in a Generation 5 remake. We've got rumors by highly credible leakers. My name is Dusty Gogo. This is Lumio's Post. Hello. Soul Silver Art is on his way back to the States, but he's not with us today. Instead, we've got our good friend, Linky. How we doing, everybody? What's up, man? How you been? I'm so glad that you're on the show today. We've been trying I'm... to get you for a little while now. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Happy to talk about some leaks that hopefully have some legs. That would be nice for a change. I think, yeah, I think they I think they will. I think they will. Riddler Coup, I think he goes back to BDSP. Does he go back he even further than that? He actually goes back even further than that. Um, He goes back to Sun and Moon. So this individual who has leaked Pokemon for BDSP, Legends Arceus, Scarlet and Violet, is now hinting about a Generation 5 remake. We've got a couple different options. We talked about it last week. There's a full episode there. Uh, but today we wanted to take Linky... Uh, and, and get his take because he is a resident of New York. Um, and I think he He's might, Unovan. He is Unovan. <laughs> I think he's got a lot of great insight. He does great stuff on his own Pokemon channel, but he's also a he's a Unovan. And I think uh, I think it's gonna be a, a fun conversation to discuss locations that we could see in a black three, white three game, or maybe in a, you know, Legends Kirem or whatever you want to call it. Um you know, that's the thing about these remakes, right? We don't just get the same thing. A re- oh, oh, that, that's Okay, that's let me go back there maybe a little bit. Some of the remakes we get are kind of just like cut and dry. But you would now this, we get the yeah. same thing from remakes. <laughs> this, this special thing about Generation 5 was that this the direct sequel that we got, the Black 2 and White 2, added new locations. They changed the perspective of the entire region. The mm-hmm. whole thing felt like it got shuffled up. So I feel like it it's worth discussing what uh, another installment into the Unova games, into the Unova region, what that would look like. Um, I guess, you know, before we go too far, I think I, I think it's worth talking about um, what we're all kind of, I think, struggling with this last, like, week or so. Where I think the entire community is expecting a Johto remake, uh, some sort of return to Johto. Linky, you just did a great video on your channel. Um, do you want to recap and kind of defend your argument? I think it's... It's interesting because I I even mentioned in that video that in a perfect world, I would love to return to Unova if they were going to do something different. You mentioned that Unova is the region where they kind of ditched the third version formula, did something a little bit different with the second games and did a sequel. So I think there's a lot of people in the community that would hope that if you get another return to Unova game, Game Freak would look at that and go, okay, well, this is the region where we kind of tried to do things a little bit differently. Maybe we bring that over to whatever remake it is. So if it's yeah. a black and white three, if it's something weaving in the Legends concept that they've now shown as a proof of concept with Arceus, something like that. But if it's Johto, it it kind of fits the classic patterns that Pokemon does following when they would do remakes. The last game to get a remake were games set in the Sinnoh region. Johto was the game that followed it. We've never had any more Johto remakes since those games with Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Whereas Kanto has been redone countless times now. We've had Fire yeah. Leaf Green, Let's Go Pikachu. So, in a in a sort of like a chronological sense, Johto seems to be next. But it's also going back to a remake. Yeah. Whereas if you do Unova, you're going back to a brand new game. So, with the leaks, I can you know, I I if they come out next year and it's a Unova game. You're not going to be surprised. No, I'm not going to yeah. be surprised. Dude, it took me for a loop, but it, what you're saying is true. It's like, you know, yeah, we don't want to just hinge on hinge everything on leaks, yeah. but this person is credible. 
like 100% mm-hmm. credible. The only little wild card is that the tweets could just be misleading because he has misdirected before. But when it has come to like revealing actual things or like, you know, riddling actual things like it's been dead on. Right. It's like a 99% success rate. So I, I think it, it's a little there's I, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's a, there's a little bit of a thing there where I'm like, I don't really know if I want to believe this, but it, I, it's almost like I just need to accept it. Well, I was I decided to do a little digging on release dates because Pokemon likes to line a lot of this stuff up from time to time. So is next year a special anniversary for black and white? Does it have some significance oh, with Gen 2 games? And there's not a ton there, really. Uh, black and white celebrated the 10 year anniversary recently. I guess you could say, well, that was maybe you could. Yeah. Maybe you could line up with a black and white too, but would that really do anything for a timeline? Not really, because then you're kind of just skipping over black and white. Yeah. So it would really have to be them looking and going, okay, well, we just did Sinnoh. It's not time for the next generation. It's, it's, there's too much. You know, yep. there's 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 some more room that needs to be filled. I don't think they would do the whole two game thing again, where we had BDSP and Legends within the same span of of twelve months. But yeah. they could. I'm trying really hard to resist wanting to be like, oh, this thing that they just gave us is great. This is going to be the new pattern because yeah. I don't think that's actually what it's going to be. Let's go came out and we all said we're going to get into the Let's Go game. Then they did something crazy, and it is tempting to be like. Give me that again, because it mm-hmm. actually was a good formula. I thought BDSP to Legends of RCS was a good formula. And I'm kind of under the belief that, like, I don't think Legends... I don't I don't consider those games as, like, standalone releases. I feel like those are, like, three games delivered intentionally together. So, like, you'd almost want to look at... And you'd almost want to look at those games and this, the sales of those games as one unit, right? Or as one release, which I know they are a little bit different and they are different games, but I would argue that because they outsourced BDSP, right? They didn't have to spend three years of development, one team, three years of development on like each of the games, you know what I'm saying? So you, you mention a lot in your videos, like your head cannon for certain yeah. things. And in my head, I can see a world where Game Freak wanted to do something different with a return to Sinnoh and they wanted to do the Legends Arceus yeah. thing and then thought to themselves, well, we give Pokemon fans kind of like from the bottom up remakes of older games so much, whether it's just bringing it up to the newest hardware, making a couple changes, Harkle Soul Silver, Fire yeah. Leaf Green, or Ass. We still want to give them something. Yeah. And they went to Ilka and said, We're doing this this different thing with Sinnoh, but we still want to give people, you know, a classic diamond and pearl experience. So I guess I'm I'm more willing to believe that Legends is something that they would continue First, to repeat yeah. over BDSP, but I don't know. They've they've started new patterns and kept them going before. They've started new patterns and ditched them before. Like I don't think I don't think the community feels let's go is going to continue moving no. forward. What do you think? That's Zach? a one time <laughs> thing. No, it, it's funny too because uh, on his um like the way I guess to briefly recap for anybody who isn't fully caught up, uh, the way that this leaker has seemingly teased uh, Unova remakes is first he posted a picture of some characters that are appearing in Indigo Disc, which is. Uh, the second part of the Scarlet and Violet DLC, and he said one of these like holds the key to lore and is also a big spoiler for the next game. And on there is a kid with white hair, yellow eyes, uh, and has a dark type jacket, like it's a massive jacket, and dragon type pants, like they've got the dragon type yeah. icon on them. And so people's thinking is, 
Well, Drayden, the Dragon-type gym leader from Unova, has white hair, he has yellow eyes, and uh, High Dragon is the Unova Sinnoh, which happens to be Dark and Dragon-type. And then Koo put up a poll and was like, what's your wish list? Place your bets. And the options were like Paradox Unova, Legends Curum, Black and White 3, and then Let's Go Unova. And it's so funny because no one's taking the Let's Go Unova option seriously at all like i've i have yet to see anybody make a genuine i think it's let's go unova because if you look at no one said that (laughs) yeah i I can see someone saying that being like well gen 5 was a soft reboot of gen 1 and gen 1 got a let's go game so what if we get a let's go game of gen 5 the unfortunate thing (laughs) is i can totally see a world i can see it too looks at that and goes yes Let's That's do what it. They want. Especially <laughs> with how like uh how Pokemon Go is uh kind of been getting a lot of uh pushback lately because of some of Niantic's decisions like regarding uh raid passes and and I think some other They're things always in the getting community. Pushback, though. They're so always it, getting they've been getting pushback for six years. They They're have, getting... but it's different. It is bigger now. And and I, I don't do think, think it will be funny. Oh, I, it is. I don't I don't necessarily think it's bigger now, but it seems like they're having more internal issues. Like there's, That's there's true. reports Dude. of layoffs, things of that yeah. nature. Dude, I saw that. What was it like a mm-hmm. hundred people got laid off at Niantic? Is that real? It is. Yeah. I don't know if the number specifically is real, but I do know that they are doing layoffs. There are a listen, bunch of layoffs. It's scary because that, that suggests that it's the end of the game, right? That would suggest it. Maybe, maybe not. Well, maybe, maybe they're just cleaning house. It could have okay. been a world where their profits were so high that they felt that they could upscale so dramatically. And now that we're kind of, you know, it's not the best economic yeah. time not to get political. But, yeah, that's true. Um, so they feel like they can't right now. I don't. I don't think the Pokemon company would let a game like Pokemon Go that still makes you know a good amount mm-hmm. of money just kind of die. Maybe um, um, maybe Instagram will make a a, a Pokemon Go clone. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, because right? the threads. Yeah, because Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter laid off all of their employees and they're doing so well. Facebook uh, will buy Niantic and then tie in yeah. uh, Pokemon Go accounts to Instagram accounts. Oh, here, so, here's uh, another, here's another like rumor that I saw. Maybe Pokemon is going to just like create their own Pokemon Go or what I, 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 I'm not describing what's well, in collaboration well, the thing is, with the thing Niantic. Is Pokemon owns a stake in Niantic. I'm yeah. almost positive. Let me look so they do still have a sense of ownership over Go. I really I, I think the Let's Go Go thing is why it's not going to happen again. They made Let's Go because they felt let's one mess with the switch hardware and two try to capture a market that was brought about by Pokemon Go. All of these people who hadn't been playing Pokemon. Let's bring some of them over to Nintendo's new console. Let's try to get some of this market. I don't really think that's like a thing at this point. Right. Yeah, so uh the Pokemon company um is a big shareholder of okay. Niantic. That's what, that's what and is the owner of Pokemon intellectual property, thus they have a really big stake in Pokemon Go. Yep. Also the Niantic layoffs are even worse than 100. It was uh, as of June 30th, 2023, they laid off 230 employees. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, Which is horrible. You know, you do, it's the it's unfortunate. Been, the, yeah, you do have is, to wonder, though. Bad. You do have to wonder what... Because uh, they have a couple games, right? They have a Harry yeah, Potter, they have they Harry have Potter games. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just launched a Pikmin game. They have, yeah. They're actually creating another game that is basically Pokemon Go without Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Which is like... Pokemon Go is fun because it's Pokemon. 
I mean, right. their formula and, is almost the same every time. It's the it's it the is. mix of AR and 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 VR kind of real world stuff. But Pokemon was why it was so successful. It wasn't yeah. that you were walking around on a map and your GPS connected. That that wasn't the appeal. It was that you could catch Pokemon in real life. Like that's exactly. the illusion that they're like they're living creatures all around you. So I, which is also like that's the magic of Pokemon. I think what Niantic should do next, or Nintendo, whatever that. They should make Nintendogs in, in yes. the style of Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. How fun would that be? We have not seen that since the DS. And I, I think found a border so collie. Yeah, you find like stray <laughs> animals. You 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 rescue them. You go. You literally go on walks with your dogs. It's perfect. Well, Niantic, if you want to steal this idea, you you gotta Please? give us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I want I want make a new this. Nintendo dog Nintendogs game so bad. Take it, please. It's it's <laughs> it's free. Dude, I'll walk around. Nintendogs was. I saw this thing and it was like, rest in peace to all the Nintendogs that haven't been fed since 2008. And I was like, no, why would you put that in my head? Yeah. And and then, uh, yeah, this is like Animal Crossing erasure. Like, I was literally about to say, like, I'll see those Instagram posts of like your villagers are still waiting for you. We're talking about uh, Nintendogs, but my Animal Crossing people, they're my animals. They're they're, they're rotting on my little island. I feel like. You could probably do something with Animal Crossing in like the Go format. I think you could, yeah. You could, but don't they have? But what do you? Uh, gonna, a yeah, that's actually true. Oh, you yeah, know what they, they do? do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we didn't do this right away. Let's do it now. Uh, this is the speed round segment of the podcast. You are a new guest. We want to get to know you. Um, I've known you for I think we were talking about I think two years now since Legends Arceus. Uh, I don't actually think. I know why you're called Linky. Do you want to explain that to me? Because I was because I was surprised that you didn't make any Tears of the Kingdom content. Uh, that, so that could be a misconception. It's it's a misconception because I didn't grow up playing Zelda games. Mm. Um, the first Zelda game that I fully played was Breath of the Wild when the Switch came out. Okay. Um, so my name was not a reference to Zelda in any form. It just kind of ended up working out that way. I don't actually know where the name came from. I the name is so old that when I was like seven years old, it was my name on Webkins when I was first going on the internet for the first time. Nice. Flashback. Uh, I think I could still access that account. Um, yeah, so those that's are where the other name... animal digital animals that are rotting. Yes. Oh God, those poor those poor animals. Yeah. Uh, so that's where the name comes from, and I just kind of stuck with it ever since. All right, that makes sense. Linky uh, Lumi told me that. What would you think that uh... I, my speculation? I told him I actually felt dumb because I felt like my initial assumption should have been Zelda, but my assumption was actually Link Cable. That's where my yeah. brain went. I wish. But, yeah, know, cool. I should really, I should really just retcon and, and make something yeah. up. You should rebrand to that Link Cable. I could. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think if we wanted to call this podcast like the Link Cable Podcast, I, I would have. I would have had Link to issue a copyright though? strike. Yeah. <laughs> what would your type be if you were a Pokemon? And what would your hidden power type be? Oh my goodness. Probably a water type. Uh, that's the type that I've always liked. That was my favorite type growing up. Lapras, okay. Vaporeon, Swampert, some of my favorite Pokemon. Uh, hidden, a hidden power type. Yeah, so like, you have to answer it like it's like your astrology sign. Like what is your like rising moon? I don't know what that means. But like... I. I know my, uh, I know the sign, but is it different if it's a rising? Like, I think I'm a Capricorn. You could I'm be double water. I think you could be double water. Okay. Is Capricorn a if... water sign? I don't know. Well, we, we haven't really defined what the hidden power type means. Like a lot of people have kind of said, 
oh, well, I feel like I've kind of got, like, a dark side to me yeah. that I don't really show. So I'm going to go with dark dogs. type, you yeah. know? I get, Okay, that's good. I I'll, I think I'll go with... um. Yeah, like what do you? Yeah, that's actually good. Like what? Like what do you feel in your heart, but you don't actually show the world? Your secret side. I think I'll go with ice type. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I just don't want to be bothered. Sometimes I sense. just people gotta like back off, and I feel like ice type kind of gives that energy. I like that. Yeah. You've left me on red before. I like that. Oh, don't, don't take offense to that. It's not personal. No, 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 no. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's okay, Linky. Answer. I leave him on red all the time. No. He does. He actually does. All right, Linky, what is what are your top six favorite Pokemon of all time? This would be your dream team. This right, is like your right. your Silver League conference, Indigo League dream team. I'm gonna I'm gonna just list them off without thinking about it, Do or it. else we're gonna be here for half an hour. Yeah. I'm gonna you go can pick unevolved Pokemon. Yeah. We're gonna go Swampert. We're gonna go Chikorita. We're gonna go Lapras. Oh. Stoutland. Uh Torterra. And beware. This is very main character. Okay, I love beware. that Stoutland. Beware, beware is good. I love when people have like very obscure mons. I played through, I sunk so much time into Sun and Moon when they first came out, uh, like 200 hours within the first three weeks. I was absolutely having a blast. I was so into it. Wanted to complete the Pokedex, everything. Took it Took it on, on bus rides, everything. Um, and there are so many great, Alola Pokemon that are so yes. underrated. Beware, Palisand, Lycanroc. So they're uh, uh, Araquanid. They're mm. all. It's great. There's so yeah. many great generation. It was. It was Pokemon. a hard hitting game. Like with designs, the Pokemon designs were top notch. Mm -hmm. And there was there was kind of something for everyone too. Like you had the, uh, you know, you had more cute stuff. You had really like cool stuff like Golisopod. And then of course the Ultra Beasts were like really weird, yes. like Picasso like takes on Pokemon. I will throw awesome. one honorable mention in uh, as legendary, Rayquaza. Oh, yes. That's legendary. Oh, yes. It really is perfect. Very nice. Mm. I think, um, yeah, I think I think Generation 7, I was thinking about that. Uh, I was looking at just like a list of Pokemon, and I was like, wow, these Gen 7 Pokemon are actually super old, and somehow almost, like, they're like eight years old. Mm -hmm. right? Oh my like, God, When did it come stop. out? 2016. <laughs> Think about it. Like, right? That's just that's a long time. That is a, long a really time long ago. time, and it makes me realize like th th it's without fail. Like you give a generation a couple years, and all of a sudden it's you're like, oh, think all about these how many designs are perfect. So many people like I grew up with Generation Seven. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know Zach, yeah. Zach's first game was Gen the... Nine. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm kidding. Not that young. The running oh. joke is that he's young, but. <laughs> And Linky's around my age. I think so. How old are you? I'm 22. 23. Okay, nice. see? Look, there we yep. go. Finally, we've got a young man on the podcast. I'm sick of dealing with these well, old are people, you, man. Are, are you an old 22 or a young 22? I will turn 23 in November. Okay, I turned 23 in January. My first game was Emerald and then Leaf Green. Okay. Um, so, like, I'll tell myself, like, oh, those are the games I grew up with. But the games that I played when I was, like going into my teenage years were black and white and yeah. i just i don't associate i don't associate that with like the years i was growing up but it kind of was like those yeah. are the games i remember getting the special edition uh dsi for pokemon black that was like the white dsi getting it on launch day yeah um that's like the first game the second I game that. i got on launch and it's like wow yeah. those are actually like my childhood memories 
No, dude, this is this is so validating. Finally, there's someone like that's had my experience because I started with Fire Red. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Black and White was my first game that I got on launch day because uh, we actually we tried to uh, it, it was me and my two best friends. We tried to convince uh, my mother to take us to GameStop the day before and see if we could get early, you know, because we're kids. We don't we don't realize that, like, you have to they can her. get in serious trouble mm-hmm. if they do that. But, uh, yeah, man, good times. Good times. It was, uh, it was Heart Gold was the first one I got. Or no, it was Platinum was the first one I got on launch. That little Garatina figure that you could get from GameStop. And then it was Heart Gold. And then the first cycle that I, like, paid attention to the leaks and rumors, like, somewhat significantly was Black and White. My, I'd have a friend come over. He'd be like, there's a a Z Pokemon that they're teasing. And it ended up being Zoroark. And for the longest time, I thought it was legendary. Remember, uh, cycle. Mm-hmm. Remember two things that's really fun to remember. Super nostalgic. First off, the Cora Cora leaks. Yes. From the Black White Black Two White Two Days. Mm-hmm. Those were great. And then uh, you mentioned the Heart Gold Soul Silver, and I instantly thought of the commercials with the Sprouts Brothers. Yeah, I was thinking yes. that too. <laughs> I've used I, whenever I get a They're chance on the to beach. use that footage in a video. I I jump on. Yes. It. Yes. yes. The the way they pronounce Pokemon, it's like I think it's like that. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I love my Pokemon. I can walk with my Pokemon. Yeah. I love it so much. When he when he clips his uh, Pokemon yes. uh, on his brother, I almost called it a Pokemon Go Plus, but the Pokewalker. I was, brother. I was yeah. watching that commercial like three days ago on YouTube when I was yes. at because I was like, can I use this? Can I justify yeah. throwing this in? It yeah. was that and Danimals. Mm-hmm. They were always on the Danimals. Man, we. It's funny because I think I was also equally influenced by these by these by these kids. Those two guys. Those oh yeah, the Sprouse, the Sprouse brothers. They're the best. They sold me everything. Oh, yeah. I was I mean, always it's, proud it's, that my name was Zach. It's those commercials, <laughs> and then it's seeing the Pokemon floats and statues at the Thanksgiving Day Parade yes. in New York City. When they would, they would have the Pikachu float, but they would also have, like, a couple of years they had statues rolling down the road of, like, the legendary Pokemon for the newest games. There was one generation where they did that, and those are, like, the core memories for me. Didn't the uh, first black and white movie, the Zekrom restaurant movie, didn't that release in theaters? It was I, like select theaters. All right. Thank did God it? black and white is the topic today. I, w- they did a, uh, was a it tour a- for the yeah. release of black and white where they went to malls across the United States. You could oh. play a demo of the game. And then if the mall had a movie theater, they also showed the Zoroark movie in theaters so i convinced my dad to drive me to pennsylvania i think it was in philadelphia how far away is that closest mall that's it's probably about 100 miles so it's about 90 miles from the city um so it's probably about 100 miles from me maybe a little bit more two hours yeah okay um, so we drove to the mall, so I got to play a demo of Black and White so cool. and got That's to see awesome. the Zoroark movie in theaters. And at a little kiosk in the middle of the mall, they were showing the first handful of anime episodes for Black and White. So wow. I remember sitting in like these couches with all these kids having their DSs out, playing That's Heart so Gold cool. and Soul Silver and Platinum, and watching the Shadow of Zekrom episode, which I think was the premiere Dude, of that yeah, season of the anime. That is so cool. That is, to, like, enjoy that's a that core memory right there. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It was the best. So much of what, like, so much of the, my Pokemon consumption is like just in this basement or like in my room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, to, yes. yeah, back in the day, you could like literally, there'd be like, there'd be like booths at yes. Toys R Us. 
I remember I, there was like a Lego building competition for like Lego Star Wars. You had to like build the like largest lightsaber. Um, I have so many like weird memories at like malls. Yeah, not to malls, not malls to drag us to be more. Not yeah, to we... drag us more off topic. I have. I'll, I'll throw one more story in now that it's there. We're on black and white. We're fine. <laughs> yes, this is uh, pre-black and white. They did the VGC tournaments, uh, mm, and for yes. platinum, I convinced again. I don't know why my dad ever agreed to any of this, but I convinced him to take me That's to awesome. Philadelphia for a VGC <laughs> tournament for platinum. They don't hold anything in this city. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, Unova has nothing apparently. Yeah. So we Somehow. managed to go that there and. Sense. The uh, the the VGC referee who came over to my table to watch my match was the old Pokemon YouTuber Maryland. He oh, was wow. a ref. Dude, in that he's tournament. a legend. So in that tournament, Maryland emceed my game that I lost. Are you kidding me? That's sick. And they gave away a shiny Milotic to everybody who attended that tournament. Did you so get I it? Have, I have the shiny Milotic. Oh somewhere. no way! I, I think it's. I think it's locked in my Wii in Pokemon okay. Ranch. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? Because um, you could transfer the Pokemon to Ranch, but if you reset your copy of Platinum, you couldn't transfer the Pokemon back. Oh, that's so there's bad. a way to get them with an action replay. You can yeah. change your ID number to do it. I haven't done it, but I at still that point, have that Milotic. Yeah, at that point, you might as well just, well, you might as well just like recreate it and like have yes. someone send it to you. That's yes. really cool, though. That's awesome. That's a special memory. Mm-hmm. That That's is really so cool. neat. So how old were you when that would have happened? Like, <sighs> uh, Platinum came out, what, 2009? That sounds, that sounds about right, because Black and White was 2010. I'm I know Heart, sure. Gold, Soul, Silver came out before that. So I, I want to say that it was probably uh, uh, spring or summer of 2010 so after Platinum released, you it was, just it was sometime like in the year after Platinum released, I want to say. Or you'd have just turned 10, 10 or 11. Oh, I probably, 10. I would have been 10, yeah. That's so cool. Especially like when you're a kid, that stuff just hits so much harder. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. It was great. It was awesome. I'm living vicariously through your childhood now. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is definitely bringing me back. I was going to say earlier, I was going to ask you what your first game was so you you said that but uh you said something where it's like and i identify with this where it's like you have this one era of like discovery with pokemon and then you know you you kind of you kind of fall out of love with it and then you have this like resurgence period where you're playing so much and for me i think what you're describing kind of lines up for me the first gen was like gen 2 like jet like blue version and then gen 2 that was like the first core memory uh of like discovery and then, um, and then I think it was around Gen Four, Heart Gold, Soul Silver specifically, and Black Two or Black and bl- Black White, Black Two, White Two. Um, that was like those. Those were, those were like my two core eras. So I, I liked what you said about that. Um, I do want to ask you what your favorite Pokemon game is. Uh, it forever. It's Platinum. Platinum okay. is probably my favorite game. Um, if I had to give a top three, just because I think it it. Sometimes I'll alternate. It's sure. probably Platinum, Emerald, and honestly now Legends Arceus are probably my top three. Dude, yeah, honestly. Legend I thought it was an old great. head who I, I like for a, like so long I was like, Man, the old games are better, like and I'm I was like, Oh, I'm an old head. Like why can I not enjoy a modern game? But it's Legends I, Arceus. Legends Arceus is the modern them. game. I've I've made my peace with the fact that I think it's just normal that people's favorite games are the ones that are nostalgic to them. So in like 15 years, I'm sure I'll have a wildly different opinion of some of the more games than I do now. Um, 
but it's it's emerald it's it's platinum and then it's legends arceus at this point yeah i don't know why i'm getting insecure about this but like zach it is true i'm not even Mm -hmm. saying you're judging me but like it is true that like i have had plenty of fun with the modern pokemon games but when it comes to my big thing is replayability right and we've discussed that like a lot of these modern games they're they don't incentivize replaying and then it turns into just like a central battle hub where you collect things and then grow your pokemon where legends arceus actually felt like the adventure the replayability uh option that that i'm always Mm -hmm. looking for i will i'll give scarlet and violet major credit it's the first game in a very long time that i actively like want to go back to and replay again because i just i had such a good time once i got about four hours in once i cleared some of the starting areas i had such an awesome time just exploring and running around the region and building up a team and i can absolutely see myself um pulling out my copy of scarlet which is the game i didn't play from the start um and playing through it before the dlc again I can absolutely see myself doing that. You could even play it alongside the DLC because Teal Mask mm-hmm. will be accessible once yep, you get true, to Mesa yeah. Goza. If you're enjoying this episode, consider supporting Hidden Power on Patreon or YouTube channel memberships. We have three tiers, and the lowest tier starts at just $5 a month. Supporters get access to our secret Discord server and help control the direction of the podcast. This is the same Discord where we're recording the podcast right now. We interact here daily. This Discord server is actually where we form the ideas for each episode. If you ask a question, we're going to answer it on the show. Supporters also get priority responses in the comments. Our love and friendship. You get that. You get a yes. little bit of that too. Yeah, yeah. Our favoritism. We like you the best. And if you want something a little bit more tangible, we have merch. What do you guys think about the merch? Beautiful. The merch is great. We've got we've got Team Lumi in a in a beautiful blue. Team Dusty, the best a, one. In a forest green, and uh, we got Team Soul in a blood red. Buy a T-shirt, show your allegiance, and if to Team Lumi. <laughs> to du- to Team Dusty, and if you act- and if you want something a little bit more subdued, uh, this is actually this is another logo that we made originally for the show. We didn't actually end up using this as a logo, but I thought it made a great merch design. Some it's literally fans. a beta design. You guys it's, love yeah. our beta videos. I love this so it's much. Retro yeah. hidden power. And look, when you turn around, this is literally my favorite shirt. It's literally my favorite shirt. Thank you everyone for watching and subscribing. And now back to the video. So we do want to talk about Unova today. I think. We should probably start by discussing all of the Generation 5 Pokemon. Pokemon that were introduced in Gen 5, so like this at this point was 2010, who have since then got new evolutions, new regional forms. Uh, it seemed like a bulk of these have been in the last three years, or have been introduced in the last three years. So obviously we've got Basculegion uh, in the, the new Basculin white form. Uh, that's from Legends Arceus. We've got Gal- uh, Galarian, Darmanitan, and Duramaka, great Pokemon. I, re- I honestly think I like those designs better than the original fire ones. They, they look like slow- snowmen. Uh, in in Gen 9, we got Bisharp evolving into King Gambit. That's super cool. Um, Duwat into Hisuian Samurott is uh, again Best from... So good. So good. That's uh, obviously, you know, uh, Legends Arceus. There's a, honestly a lot of Pokemon... Got new evolutions, regional evolutions and legends. We got the Lilligant, Hisuian Lilligant, Hisuian Braviary. Um, we also got uh, Galarian Yamask, which evolved into a new Pokemon, Runarigus. Um, and what, like, as I go through this list, I'm thinking, like, where would these Pokemon appear 
in another Gen 5 game, right? If we got that black 3 and white 3, where would these show up on the map? Runarigus oh. obviously makes sense to show up somewhat. I, see, I guess it doesn't well, make it sense. it would be trade since it's from a Galarian form. Yes, but, but part of me feels like they could incorporate... Yeah, because I guess if they are strictly... Galarian forms or Hisuian forms, they they would have to be trade or something. Um, I mean, but they usually do that with NPCs. Like, there's an NPC who trades you, like, a Cantonian Meowth and a yeah. Galar and, you know, yeah. let's go, you did it by NPCs. We talked about patterns before. If they stick with what they usually do, it'll be an NPC who trades them to mm-hmm. you, but Runarigus, I would... You can I see would, that showing up in the... Right? In, I in would the, uh, love the ruins. if there would be some sort of event in the game a piece of the of the story where Ooh. somebody has brought this ancient stone from the galar region over to yeah. Unova, and that's it's cool. for some reason it's disappeared and yeah. it's running rampant in the desert and that's you could how do you that in the, the nacri cool. museum you could easily Ooh, do an event like true. that oh, yeah. yes that would be sweet that would yep. be really cool we've also got so making this list i also realized we have gigantamax Gar- uh, garbador Right, mm-hmm. we also have Mega Audino. That those are like the only Gen Five Pokemon that got like a new type of like gimmick evolution uh, or gimmick well, form so far. change, battle change. Yeah, so far. But I think the limited amount of those really make me think this could just very easily be forgotten, ignored. You've... Like I don't think we're gonna get Megas. I don't. I'm not expecting Gigantamax to return. Yeah. You do also have the Paradox Verizian though. Well, yeah. So that then I was yeah. gonna say we have all of these Paradox Pokemon. Including Paradox Verizion, we've got Iron Leaves, Iron Juggalus, uh, that's Hydreigon, Iron Moth, and Slitherwing, which are both forms of Volcarona, which is really cool. Um, Brute Bonnet, and then I think that's yeah, I think that's all of them. But that's a lot of Gen Five Pokemon, and there's, I think so. Yeah, there's so many Generation. F- this is okay. That's they, a lot of Gen Five, right? This is a lot of Gen Five attention that I wasn't putting together in my head before this. It's a in lot. Just the recent generation. Now There's I will a say, lot of if jo- you were to keep track of Johto in recent generations, yes. you'd see the exact same amount. Yeah, maybe more. Here's um here's an idea. I feel like am I going to complete this theory? I thought about this earlier, and I don't think I'm remembering all the points in my head. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like Gen Five does a good thing about highlighting. The past and the future, and that's obviously a main theme in um, in in Scarlet and Violet, right? Obviously, with time travel, I think Johto also kind of feels like mm-hmm. a you know a region where it's kind of like in the past. It's it's mm-hmm. focused on tradition and upholding what came before it, right? It feels very in tune with the old ways of living. That reminds me of the past, where Unova is it, you know the whole thing kind of symbolized uh, a rebirth. Uh, or yeah. maybe you know moving into the future. Um, well, so I feel history like is a games... big part of like Jotonian culture, like with the Kimono yeah. Girls and Sprout Tower. It's all it's very yeah, absolutely. history plays a huge role in the game. The legendary I, beasts you've got. I was about to say you literally have throughout the region. You have a time traveling Pokemon in yeah. Celebrate. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. But I think um I think Gen Five feels like there's this really clean dichotomy, and we even see this. In uh, in the later game with the, uh, I was gonna say there's a really clear dichotomy between like obviously truth and ideals, but also I think that symbolizes, uh, you know, the way things should be, so the future, mm-hmm. and how it used to be, which is the past. 
Um, and I think we see that in very clearly in some of the later routes where there's I, I forget what the city's called, but it literally changes appearance depending on which version you play. Mm-hmm. And it either looks more Up-lucid. futuristic. Yeah, Upalusid City. And then there's also uh, the White Forest, which is yep. natural, of mm. course, or Black City, which is a city. Also, this is the fir- also I think Black and White were the first games to really like make a region, a Pokemon region, feel modern with a city, like a full mm. flipping city. Like it, it felt futuristic. The whole game they also crazy. they had some more uh, version exclusive like changes in Black Two and White Two. Like there was, uh, I think it was called Reversal Mountain. Was like. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's like it was the volcano ish area that was different between versions. Yep. And I really feel like there were other ones, too, that I'm I'm just completely blanking on some of the uh, it, uh, the mountain reversal mountains, a great example, because in one of the games, it's a hot lava mountain. The mm-hmm. music changes yeah. completely. And then in the alternate version, it's kind of like like a, a wet, like humid cave it's a lot more mm. the, the blue aesthetic is used a lot more so it's mm. and the music is completely different it's a lot more somber that. a lot more relaxed so we also have i like didn't know whole... the music was different i remembered no. the environments but that's really cool go i only back. play one of those versions so if any that's for fine. anybody go and listen to the two different versions of reversal mountains track We're doing that completely different <laughs> yeah so we that's really cool uh, j- just for listeners we do have a whole list of questions and comments that we received from last week's episode and we also have a whole bunch of theories and mysteries that are unanswered but while we do have linky on i do want to discuss like i said in the beginning uh locations that we could see return or uh at least highlight things that you know could show up again so i've got this article here let's i'm gonna i'm gonna go through this and then linky then i would love to hear you deliver just uh some places that you would love to see yeah, I really, I wish, uh, I, I got to play through Unova again. I got to play, actually play through it to get it like in my brain now. I started a play through maybe like a couple months ago. I'm trying to train up a Bulldore. Uh, I got a Tepig and a Bulldore. And I think I might have a Levani or maybe a Sunkern. But I got to, re- I, I got to, I got to keep playing through this. But anyways, so here's 10 Unova locations you can visit in the real well, world. Wait. So we got Nat Green City based on the Brooklyn Bridge. It says Dumbo, Brooklyn. It must be the town. Um, so that's this is the bridge. This it's is what an we acronym see. for Down Under Manhattan Bridge. Yes. Yep. Right here, Down Under, which I actually didn't even know. I'm assuming that it must be what the the elephant in the room, uh, Dumbo. Dumbo. Is there on. we go. <laughs> it all it all makes sense. It all comes um, full circle. So, Linky, what what is your proximity to the city? Like, are you have do you visit a lot the city? Ducks yourself. I no, am, I'm being uh, seriously. I I'm like, about. You I'm about if I could. It depends on traffic. But yeah, okay. I'm about a 55 minute drive from okay. the city, um, which isn't that long at all. Um, I can hop on a train to the city and get there in about an hour and a half. Everything near me is connected through okay. the infrastructure of some of some kind. Okay. So we've got also Castelia City. This is based on downtown Manhattan area, Manhattan, and you can see right here it's oh, literally. Yeah, they worked hard with these, like with this sprite. This is actually like footage from the game, which is so cool. I always love that the Pokemon Center has like actually... the building on top it's of not. it. You know what I mean? Like the Pokemon mm-hmm. Center was taller, even though you couldn't see it inside. And then in the not. game, they have above the Pokemon Center, they've got the advertisement with Pikachu on oh, it. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how they stylized the city to make it like look like it's kind of all falling in on itself. It reminds me of like how they depicted the Iron Throne. Uh, where it's just like it, it's yeah. so ridiculous, right? It's I love stuck. that the cities were like a gimmick 
of black and white. Yeah. So many of them were like so heavily advertised, whether it was a, a like a form change depending yeah. on the version or Castelia itself. Like they did, they did such a good job with that. Or Gross. seasons even changed. Seasons. Uh, if seriously. Yeah, that's true. Which is a, a, another thing that is like hinged on the passage of time. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think I this might be a question that someone left earlier, but I I was like, this actually doesn't even sound that ridiculous. I mean, it does sound ridiculous, but what if what if we get two versions of this remake, and one is more ho- focused on the future and one's more on the past, right? So there's there's that split that we get. I mean, Ooh. is is that really that crazy of a thing? I guess the whole game doesn't need to be future and past. No, but I, I would think like a texture. Uh, like a texture pack. They might just do a little more of what they did with Opelousa and kind of add that aesthetic to other places where it had like a past and future look, depending on the version. Or maybe it's like, maybe, yeah, maybe it's the same time period, but there's two different realities that pop up. So you, which is, I I guess what we did see in most Pokemon games, but also with black and white with what you're saying, but they could probably like lean into that. So that doesn't even sound that crazy because they've done it for the original. I could see a world where they make a Unova game where they pull it's one game, but the story focuses on things that happened in the past and then things that are going to happen in the future and then how those two mesh in the present. Because, yeah. I mean, the last two games we've gotten, Legends Arceus game focused on the past, had time travel, Scarlet and Violet pulling Pokemon from different realities, the time machine, the books talking about what had happened in the past, like all of it is... This is like area that they're covering right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We got Nimbasa City, Midtown Manhattan area, which you can see that very clearly. Such a great area. Village Bridge, based mm-hmm. on this Robert Kennedy Bridge in love Manhattan. Love the Village Bridge. There's so many bridges. We fangirled about it last episode where like, I love that you could talk to people and get the music to change by mm-hmm. who you're talking to. Yeah, like one was here. I think this one did it. Maybe I want to say up there, girl. I think in the Village grass. Bridge is, if I'm not wrong, another location that changes based on the game. I think there's some I think alterations. It's, no, I think it's the town over. I forget which direction. But this this is like a bridge that connects to one of those towns that like Opelousas is that way. Lacunosa is that way. Yes, Man, yeah. you really do have it unlocked. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta study up. Mistralton City is based on Teterboro, New Jersey. I didn't think this was based on New Jersey. Right here, this this town, the airport town, which honestly was so cool in a Pokemon game Mm -hmm. to see, like, and you could actually get on there and go to the nature preserve. That was Mm -hmm. that was one of the coolest things in the game. One of the The coolest parts is that to the south of the airport, they have the greenhouses. Yeah, um, and that's where they grow all of their food, and then they'll fly that food to other parts of the region. One of the NPCs talks to you about. It's so cool. Wow, that's so cool. I love when they do. They add, like, that does not come up in gameplay at all. Like, yeah. you know, you it, can it doesn't right matter. Past it it right. doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's just adding a little more life to it. I love when Pokemon does that. That is a part of, like, open world that I think a lot of people are missing, right? Like, I feel like that is, I don't know. Do you think there was a lot of that kind of stuff in Scarlet and Violet? Well, I think the issue is with open world is so much more of it is is an is based on your individual experience and you can miss so much more in an open world like i you there's npcs you can completely skip in old pokemon games and you there's lore you can totally just not get but it's a lot less because there's just less area to explore there's less people to talk to with an open world you could skip a whole cave and it doesn't impact your game at all 
Like I talked to someone, the cave under, there's a cave, a big cave complex under one of the cities in Paldea. Yeah. I think it's down to the southwest of Paldea. Yeah, it's under Alfernada. Yes. And I had a friend who didn't know the cave was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Played through the whole game, didn't realize the cave was there. See, that's mm. cool. I, I, I can appreciate that. We've got Undella Town based on the Hamptons in Suffolk County or Suffolk mm-hmm. County. Have you been here? Oh, yes. Is it not? Is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's like uh, a big vacation area. If you're if they're going to make a black and white three, there's um, there's a lot of stuff that I think they could do with Long Island um, to kind of pull inspiration from 100 percent. Mandela Town side of one of the coolest places in a Pokemon game, the Marine Tube. Yeah, and a house that you should avoid at all costs. Yes, yes, a, a house that <laughs> you want to make sure you got a good team before you walk mm-hmm. in. It's this one, right? It's uh, you can't see my mouse. Yeah, I can't see your mouse, but it's if the you're one pointing, next to the Marine Tube. If you're pointing it. to the house to the right of the Marine Tube. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. scary. Yeah, we got Verbank City based on Jersey City, New Jersey. So this is this is one of the locations that sticks out to me the most when I think of Unova. I'm like, this feels so crucial to the to the Unova region, and it was not even available until a year after the original release. Um, this place has so much personality. I love Roxy. I love the uh, the ta- the little area uh, underneath the town. Um, I forget what it's called, but like you, that's where you get Magby and uh, Alec- uh, you can get an early Alekid. Verbank Complex, yeah. Yeah. This is one of my I, favorite locations in, U- in Unova. So like a fun fact about this place, it's kind of one of the first instances of voice acting in a Pokemon game. This it whole is. game was. Because when you're in her gym, yeah, you hear like singing. M. A. N. Or O. N. It's O. N. It's O. N. Dusty doesn't know how to spell Pokemon. Good God, Dusty. Oh, man. I, I do love that so much. We got uh, Humalau City. And you, uh, Linky, if you got anything to say, just just chime in. I'm just, I don't actually, I've been, I have not been to any of these locations. So we got uh, I will Humalau say, City. I will say Humalau as that's a lot of ground that one city is covering. Yeah. Um, really? <clears throat> that's it uh, yeah yeah i would say it says it's based probably, on long island it is it is you, yeah it's but just all we I think get it's is just this. the fact that it's on the water is is why they pull the inspiration from long island yeah um you could you could like almost make an argument that the marine tube is sort of like there's um that's the, an that's underpass the... connecting long island to the city mm. um you drive under uh you drive under one of the rivers um, to get into Manhattan. Um, so there's a way to get there without taking a bridge. So they built that in as inspiration with Black and White too. Mm. Is they built an underwater pass just like the Manhattan area has. Maybe I that's remember just, maybe it that's always reminded like... me of Pacific Log and Hoenn. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It really is just like an island with a bunch of. It felt more tropical than anything. So like that's the thing with a lot of these. They've been Pokemonified, but I'm like. Yes. There's no way you're gonna see this in the northeast. There's of the there's United no States. tropics. On there's no Long tropics Island. here, N- not at all. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But I I didn't even think of that because we do have those underwater tunnels. You mm-hmm. know, like they made them look really pretty, as if you're yes. like at an aquarium. But we have those in Boston as well. They're not as pretty in real life. Let's just no. It's I'll literally throw it just out there. It's like an underwater. Or it's an underground highway. That's all yes. it is. Just a bunch of concrete. So we've got uh, Nuvema Town based on Howard Beach in Queens. Uh, and this looks cute. This looks like 
like a like a Massachusetts town. Yeah, I like this That's a lot. The starting town in uh, the first game. Yeah, mm-hmm. which again, you don't see this in the starting town. The starting town looks like Newbark mm-hmm. Town or whatever. Oh, I love being able to walk outside and the P Dove just all flew away. Yeah. Or it's funny because now, like that's that's kind of standard Pokemon stuff, like that Pokemon in the overworld. But it I is, remember but back it just, then, it looks different in that art style, right? In that well, 3D like, 2D art style, oh yeah. And, and back then too, it was because it hadn't been done before. It was crazy. And then the fact that you know the sprites didn't mo- do much; they just kind of did this. But like they were moving, you know. Yes. Yeah. It was a by big black deal. and white too. They had mastered the 3D 2D style, bro. I guess that's another question we can get into. Like, do you think that they will? make a side game Ugh. in that style from uh, from your lips to god's ears if 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 they would give me exactly what i wanted yes. but i don't know i i don't know how much i see them abandoning the 3d style I, at least a game freak developed game at yeah. this point but to me i'm like game freak thrives with 3d why would they not want to go back and pay homage right to what their roots were but also to like make a game that's like I mean, if there's if they're gonna make a game, it's gonna be this. Or actually, mm-hmm. no. You know what? Soul Silver has said before that Gen Six would be a perfect time to give us an experimental Gen two uh, D pixel game, right? Because that. that's that's the first Gen that was only in three D. So that's can, actually yeah. kind of nice. I could see that too. Um, so we got uh, last but not least, Victory Road is apparently based on Bronx Park in the Bronx. Uh, I did not think that was. I can true see Ends Castle being based on that building that's there. Ends yeah. Castle, I think, is a lot more reality than it because, especially because Victory Road changes yeah, between the two games. Yeah. It's completely different. Oh, it's referring to the black two, white two one then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's this is the uh, this is the article here. Um, I have a list of I have a list of places that I think would be really fun to add. Some of them are stretch. Some of them are just based on like you know, things that exist already that I would like to see, like, you know, added on, um, like, or, or highlighted in the Unova region, like things that already exist in Unova. Do you have something you want to suggest to us right now? Oh, I came prepared. I, I have. Oh, I'm so excited. I got, I got receipts. I'm like ready I to said, go. Like I said, you know, you, you live, you live in New York. If anyone's going to know, it's going to be you. I've got, I wanted to pull up the map because I think it's, it's, I absolutely love that they added so many new towns and locations in black and white too. And if they were to ever do a black and white three, there's just, it's such a great thing that they chose to do and add brand new stuff because it opens up all the potential in the world. If we ever return, yeah. uh, the most obvious one to me is Niagara Falls. Niagara Dude, Falls. That was on my list. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most iconic landmarks in New York, one of the most iconic landmarks in the United States. And it gives Game Freak the perfect opportunity to quietly tease at a a different region without ever mentioning it because you have one side of Niagara Falls that's in New York in the U.S. and the other side that's in Canada. So they could pay homage by one random NPC to a region that we don't know about. And then you got basically the confirmation that there's some sort of Canadian northern region that we'll probably never visit, but they can at least hint to it. So do something kind of cute. Just have like around there, you can find like yes. you know uh, stereotypical Canada Pokemon like do you, Beedoo, Stantler. Do you remember when X and Y came out and people were talking about the the Moon Dial? I think it was yeah. the Moon Dial in it was the Sun Dial, but the someone sundial. mentions a Moon Dial. Yes, 
And people were like, oh, what region is the moon dial in? So imagine a scenario where you're looking at Niagara Falls from the Univa side and off into the distance, the pixelated, not fully loading in distance. Yes. You see a landmass and you will have hundreds of thousands of videos made over the next few years so about, video. look, we can see a future region out in the distance. And it's Canada. Oh, that's epic. So cool. <laughs> I, I still want to oh, know man. what is in the north uh, mm-hmm. east corner of the Paldean map. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's either oh, yeah. Kitakami or the Indigo Disc. Yeah. So that's something else entirely. It's definitely yes. Kalos or whatever's in between that and Kalos. Mm-hmm. Um, Kalos. <laughs> they, dude, they called me crazy, but it's so true. So a question that I kind of have. So, mo- obviously, most of Unova is really yes. based, is inspired by these locations right here. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's mostly what what I believe it's based on. However, I think. A lot. All, there's also a ton of Pokemon in, in inspiration from all over the United States. Um, yep. In in Unova, I I believe. So I think I have no problem with this. I really I think I, I think Niagara Falls is a perfect candidate for a the, new for a new region or the a, way new, they, a new location in a region. Let me pull it. Let me pull up the Unova map. The way they could do Niagara Falls, um, I think it would be one of two things. They've already shown what is the name of? Oh my goodness. The town that is completely separated from the rest of the map where the trains are held, Anvil Town. They've already shown that they're willing to kind of pull you off of the main part of the map. So maybe there's a train track that takes you to Niagara Falls. So they can say this is a little bit ways off, a little bit off the beaten path. Or like with the rest of Unova, they take some creative liberties and just put it close to the rest of of the regional map. Mm -hmm. Um, I think either of those is possible. Yeah, there's Anvil Town up at the top left. Yeah, so they can have it like because none like of this somewhere is, up here. Yeah, none of this is one for one scale. So they could just no. say there's Niagara really Falls is inspiration. Yeah, there's like winter mountains and a volcano and a desert. Mm-hmm. None exactly. of that ex- just for anyone who lives internationally. We don't have that in New in no. the, in the Northeast. I remember uh, they always the desert people speculated. It's kind of dark. They speculated it was based off Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah, that's dark. I don't really want to talk about that. That's scary. Yeah, but. I don't know. I don't think I've heard that. You hadn't I, heard that? Because like, I've heard it. I've heard it mentioned a couple times. I think it's. I think it's just more that it's. It's a creative liberty because every Pokemon game has to include. That's, that's what I. A think. desert area, a cold area, a mountainous area that has some yeah. sort of lava or magma. Um, so I think it's more so just a creative liberty. That's what I'd say too, because I don't. I don't think Pokemon would go that route. No. Yeah, and this area also takes a lot of inspiration from like the more what is it like a like subterranean is that the term the more arid regions of the united states yes so that's that's always the inspo that i've seen um, and it, well, it's it, i it, love when they call back because what uh uh the uh the region of uh xd gale of darkness and coliseum is based on arizona yeah um, right yeah so more of that temperate arid climate that they've gone to in the past is it also that wasn't even it, on my list, but that should be somewhere that they revisit. If I am, they, <laughs> listen, you want to you want to make me happier than you've ever made me. You throw one one random NPC or Who one ne- TV they, show. They mention Team Snagum. They make some yeah. obscure reference to a part of the world that yeah. is arid and desert. That that's all they need to do. Yeah, my big brother good. lives in Arizona, mm-hmm. or they say they or my big brother the lives or in or, and you go what? Mm-hmm. They um. 
Is it because uh, there are islands off of Castoya that can only be based off boats? Uh, obviously, the one where Victini's found is based off yep. Liberty Isle. Yes. Isn't the other one? Isn't that supposed to be based off like a, a World Trade Center type thing? Because it's like about yeah. like global trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually, yeah, that makes sense. Here, um, I think uh, I do also want to point this out. This is something that I didn't, I, d- I did not notice for a very long time. But I'm pretty sure. How do I see this right here? I'm pretty sure that. Is it right here? I think it's right here. So this map, right? We got these two rivers. One. I know what you're doing. Two. Mm-hmm. I think this lines up with. Yes. Is it right here? One, two. Yes. You got this. You got this, and you got this. I people, think that's what. I think that's what it is. People forget that Manhattan is an island. It's not yeah. connected to the rest of North America at all. There's rivers. Is it really? There's oh, it rivers is. splitting every single angle. You have to get there oh via God. a bridge or an underground tunnel. It is. Yeah, look, totally zoom right. in, Dusty. There's there's a river right there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got the wow, Hudson River right. that disconnects it. So this was our this was our island region. Mm-hmm. We got an island region, and then we got yes. Alola. <laughs> is there a Central Park in Unova? Like a Central Park uh, stand-in, rather? Like, yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's where you. No, it's where you Intral- get Evie. Oh. Well, yes, there are, there are, there that's are smaller, so small. like, that's like a small why would that not count? I love that. That's my favorite. That's, that's a small park in New York. That's like a top three location in Unova. That is so cool. You go through the disgusting, grimy, grimer filled, Rattata filled, Zubat filled sewer. But I would say that's more likely to be like a small park in New York and not Central Park because Central yeah. Park is huge. The thing is, I never, I don't ever, I never know how to get to the Interlink. It's literally just like it's you in had the to of the like from your from the bottom yeah, screen. You just teleported there. It's, oh, okay. it's the part of it's one of my criticisms of the game is that when you look at the map, there's like also bridges, bridges, bridges connecting yeah. you to the entry link, but you have to kind of travel there via your uh, your cross transceiver. Yeah, um, that's true. maybe we could see us actually be able to go there yes. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this uh, last week, but I actually now that I have the map up, I think it'd be really cool is if we. If whatever game we get for for Unova, if if it is some sort of, I think it'd be, it could be difficult to make it fully open world considering how much they'd have to pack in, but I think they could do it like a Legends Arceus style layout, um, but instead of having to fast travel back to the Entrelink or whatever the central point is, uh, let's say you're in this corner or let, how about this? How, let's say you're over here on this on this snowy mountain, right? There's a bridge right here. So this whole snowy mountain is wide open and it's just like legends. It's an entire area. And as you travel over the bridge, right, all of this starts to like fade away and like, you know, despawn while the next area starts to spawn. So all of a sudden it feels like it's open world, but it's kind of like segmented off, right? Like because the bridges are so long, they would take time to like cross over. So you can either t- you can either like fast travel, which is just a classic loading screen, or as you travel over the bridge, like there's a loading thing happening in the background. Um, I would say I'd be fine with the like like it actually cut to dark loading screen, like kind of like when you go in and out of Mesa Goza, yeah. just as long as yeah. it isn't like Legends, where when I have to go to a new area, I have to teleport back to Jub Life, and then I have to teleport to the new area. Like sure. that got so tedious. It really did. I'm- yeah. I'm more than okay with if you wanted to use every single bridge in the Unova region as a loading screen for a different part of the map, I would have absolutely no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Is that how Bef- old Pokemon games used to work? Like, I remember old Pokemon games yeah. as you go into the bridge, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. The bridge, it would have a loading screen on each side of the bridge, and then the bridge itself would be a separate entity. 
So yeah. you'd enter onto the be... bridge, yeah. and they would have a loading screen. You'd yeah, because they had the, the little bridge. gates mm-hmm. separating you from the bridge. Great. Before yeah. we move, I you've 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 a light bulb has gone off on my head. Yeah, as we were nice. talking about the Entrolink specifically. Gather okay. round, gather round, children. Let me tell you a story. So the Entrolink in black and white and black and white too. You was connected the two games. If you had save data from the old game and you connected it to Black and White 2, you would have brand new events that you could play out and it would connect different parts of Unova's story. We were talking about earlier on this podcast how you would get some of the newer forms of old Unova Pokemon into the Unova region. What if when you have save data from the rest of these Switch games, Legends Arceus, Scarlet and Violet, Sword and Shield, and you have the Entrolink enabled. You play out story beats that connect to these older games, and that is how you get the ability to capture these new Pokemon of old Unova forms. And you do it through the Dude, I love that so much. I've got a light bulb now. What about the Dream World? The Dream World could come back. You could build... Hang on. And doesn't that connect perfectly with Paradox Pokemon? Not only that... But Pokemon has this thing that nobody likes where they take features and put them behind Pokemon Home in modern yeah. games. What if the Entrolink is added into, or the Dream World is added into yes. Pokemon Home yes. as a new update once we get the Unova games? That's a great idea and way better than using my, my web browser, yes. which is like so not immersive. And me. that would mean that you could access the Dream World on your smartphone as wow. well. For yeah. As well, which would, we didn't have in the old dude version. that's a beautiful but, idea but the downside is looking okay. at pokemon home's history and you know linky you've done a video on this i'm how already long I'm after the video idea don't even i'll have how the long after the black and white three legends care whatever it is how long after that will we finally get this update for home eight months yeah <laughs> I think it's cool. I feel like Gen 5 has so many possibilities. I feel like it feels like a full just feels like a full region. It's got it's got new things that they can add to the Gen 9 engine, to the Gen 9 ecosystem. It feels so full. I felt like Gen 8 was dope and we got the DLC and that was fun. But even with Gen 8, uh, even with uh, all the Sinnoh games we got, they felt like add-ons. Let's go felt like an add-on, right? I feel like if they game if they came out with a Gen Five game, it's got potential to be like the new hub, separate from Paldea, superior to Paldea, right? Kind of like how like what Heart Gold Soul Silver felt like in Gen Eight and Gen Four. Um, that's yeah. Anyways, okay. So h- um, hit us hit us with another location. Before I'll hit you with another location. I do want to mention this. If they want, they love to pay homage to the game that came before the newest one. Yeah, right. the crater. Where you find Kurem in Black and White 2. Imagine there's just a little NPC there that makes reference to another crater in a far off region. Yeah. Oh, dude! And the yeah, you're going right. on in that crater. Oh, that's Can so we true. have the Area Zero music still play? And you can have a, a slight, a one <laughs> part of whatever the theme is, is an homage to the Area right. Zero theme. Oh, that is so Even cool. if it's just the beginning, the little like singing or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's man, what it, that sick. music will play when you fight Cynthia. Yes. <laughs> So um, hit, awesome. hit us with them. I, I do have locations too, but I'd love to okay. hear some of yours. So it depends on how far away they want to go. We've talked about Niagara Falls. They could retcon it and make it a little bit closer because obviously not one for one. But they talked about on that list you pulled up Long Island and the inspir- uh, some of the references to Long Island. But Long Island is known for its vineyards. 
It's known for so many different wineries and vineyards out east on the two forks of the island. So what if they took the... Oh, sorry. You're good. Yep, sorry. Yes. Right right over here. Right there. The North Fork and the South Fork. It's the most rural part of the island. When you go further west towards the city, it's a lot more suburban. But this area is a lot more rural, a lot more open fields, farmland, vineyards. So if they created an area of the region that was more open and it was inspired by these vineyards and by the Montauk part of the island, which has a massive lighthouse. Yeah, I was just looking at that right here. That whole part of the island could be its own mini uh, region within Unova with the vineyard areas, the open fields and Lake the Montauk. Montauk lighthouse. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. This it's a major really, tourist spot too. I can see um, it. There's a like a Gurney's Montauk Resort and Seawater mm-hmm. Spa. Okay, that could mm-hmm. be like a whole thing. There's like field very... trip to Gurney's Montauk and Resort and Seawater Spa. <laughs> yeah, and there's like yes. this island right here. Yep. Oh, Plum Island. Mm-hmm. If oh, they, we... you, uh, Lumios, you had you had mentioned the two islands off of Castelia City, uh, the one with the World Trade Center reference, and then Liberty Garden or Liberty yeah. Island. Um, they could take a lot of inspiration from some of these islands that are off the coast of Long Island and turn a bunch of and make a bunch of smaller islands. There's yeah. Shelter Island, there's Block Island. There's so many different ones that they could take yeah. reference to. I like that a lot. So the thing that I'm I'm trying to think about is like with the so we got right so this is I think the black two white two map originally it was like a lot smaller. This was kind of mm-hmm. just like it was just smaller, and then what kind of happened is the map zoomed out, and then we got access to these towns right here, and we got some stuff up here, over here. Um, so I would imagine the map would zoom out again. Where do you think that would show up, the ta- the the lighthouse that you just I don't think it zoomed out. I think they just added it in. Oh, you know what? It was frozen. It was There was a bunch of like frozen. No, that, that yeah. was in black and white too. They froze the starting area of the first one. Yeah, the land, okay. the land existed to the west – uh, it was the southwest, that portion, that's Aspersia City, uh, where you start off in black two and white two. I think they could expand to the northwest, specifically where you have Anvil Town off to the side. All of that just foresty location, that could work. One of the things that they did a great job in with black two and white two is they made it a lot less linear. So you actually flew yeah. across the center of the region to Lentimos Town, and the uh, Reversal Mountain was also right there. Before you backtracked and went to Opelousid City and a bunch of those other cities that are mm. connected to the West. So yeah. if they wanted to kind of expand upon the areas around Lentimos Town, I think that would be really cool because it's one of the most underrated parts of the region. You have the, mm. the haunted house outside yes. of Lentimos Town where you get reference to Cresselia and the Lunar Ring or the Lunar Wing. So yeah. I think that could be expanded upon in a game. You could make more references to ancient Sinnoh and Hisui yeah. and how Cresselia connects uh, to it. They're not going to do that in this game. They wouldn't, but maybe you'd have literally like an NPC. Yeah, be like, I, could, I could see that. Yeah. I'm from a far yeah, I mean, they do, Cresselia is. They do in, uh, in Pauda in the history class. They've got, you know, a picture of the Hisui Pokeball, Professor Laventon, yeah. the Galaxy Exp- Exhibition Building or X, whatever it is mm-hmm. building. I'm I sure if... If we're working off of the idea that this these are the games coming after Scarlet and Violet, uh, it's pro- it's ninety percent of the references are going to be to Paldea, uh, mm-hmm. but they could always no they there's... they could I think yeah. you're right I think they they could definitely say some stuff I like the idea of the map even zooming out just a little bit more mm-hmm. or at least being able to move and then right down here this like we 
so like up here it's all forest it's kind of like that's canon now just because that's what has been existing in the map but nah, down was, here down here there could be like a whole lip and we don't even know about it you know yes there could be like a whole going. thing over here with the, the lighthouses on the tip maybe up here yeah maybe like right here right right See, here you're, that's you're, niagara you're, falls i in my head i was like let's expand northward but the fact that even where Aspersia City is, you have that little mountainous region on the map. If yeah. we expanded that and you saw another landmass that was in the ocean right there, I think that would that would be perfect. There's yeah. an area where you can expand on that section. It's unfortunate that the Nacrain City uh, uh, part where you originally started yeah. in the first game, Nuvema Town, that area, that's at least on the artwork, is completely cut off. So there's no landmass there. But with yeah. Aspersia City, it's part of that land to the west. They so could add could They could add there. islands, though. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to interrupt you. They could add islands. Based on what you had said, where is this? Um, you know, there's a bunch of islands right here, right? And mm-hmm. you're saying, you know, Manhattan is an island. They Look at Shelter Island. There's yes. an island here. Island here. They could just make Montauk an island, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that is also the- an option. If you go on the south of Long Island, back on that map, uh, uh, this one, yes, go down and to the to the west. That whole strip right there is Fire Island. Oh, this it's a right barrier here. island for storms. Bro. They can take inspiration from Fire Island. There's another lighthouse there. Bunch they of can do Pokemon. more bridges, which they love to do in Unova. Yeah. Oh, there's Long um, Beach too. Yep. Dusty, I will say, if you look at the map, uh. That area that's forced at the top, they could always change that and make it not forced. Because if you look, I just sent you in uh, the chat on this little you know room that we're recording in. Yeah, uh, it's the map from Black and White, and it's forest where Verbank City and stuff was. It's got it is yeah, and plus forest. if it's a if it's a Black and White three type concept, they could always say time has gone. There's been more development. Right. Like they can fudge it a little bit if they need. Especially to. too, I saw uh, um, Jan on Twitter left this comment on our video last week. Uh, the reason that Black 2 and White 2 takes place two years after Unova is because, or two years after Black and White, is because the game released two years after Black and White in Japan. So, mm, that's cool. hypothetically, if there was a Black 3, White 3, and they stuck to that same formula, it would be, you know, 10, 11, however many years it's been oh, since Black 2 and White mm-hmm. 2. That's cool. That is crazy. That's a because that's a that's a huge time gap. Which, if that's actually the reasoning. Well, and that's the interesting thing about that is so if you look black and white and two years later black two and white two happen in two years, we started to see Pokemon that weren't in the region before starting to appear. You know, past Pokemon. Yeah. So in ten yeah. years, I could believe that there's regional variants in here. Yeah, absolutely. They know that oh that yeah, so we didn't even talk new true. evolutions, that kind of stuff. Yeah, bro, we didn't even talk about that. That's a great point. Like we have gens I guess they could be even older generation Pokemon, but yeah, we could be talking about Gen 6, 7, 8, 9 Pokemon that have moved to Unova or have been imported to Unova that have then evolved or gotten new evolutions or have changed into regional forms. That's a really cool idea. That is really cool. Absolutely. I mean, that's a long period of time. There's also a bunch of, like, characters. So I I think we talked about this a little bit last week, Zach. Um, Like, where are the protagonists, right, Mm -hmm. of Black and White? They disappear, right? They're no longer present. You would think that in Black 2, White 2, they would be some sort of endgame boss. And a theory, I don't know if you, if we talked about this or if I saw comments, uh, but they're, like, what if if they went through time with Ingo, 
right? What if they are in some sort of legends reality, right? The Emmett, like, the Emmett piece. Is it Emmett or fact, Ingo? So it's Ingo, Ingo and Emmett. It's yeah. two of them. Emmett is the guy who's still in the present. I know that there's been a couple people that pointed to the fact that one of them time traveled to say, well, in a future game, we're totally going to see the other one end up somewhere. So if we get, I guess this is more so my hope of a, of a Legends Johto game and we see yeah. Emmett in that one. But I would love to see a black and white three where Ingo and Emmett have made it back to the present and they reference the fact that they kind of were apart for a while because they had been pulled through time. Wow. I think it would be darker, but at the same time, cooler if Emmett was here and Ingo isn't. And that so you get happen. to see mm-hmm. Emmett living his life without Ingo. Do you guys do you guys think there's some sort of connection between the time travel that Arceus caused in well, I guess it was it was not just Arceus. Who was causing all like the wormholes in Legends Arceus? That was Giratina, right? Uh I what do you mean? You mean the distortion rifts? Yeah. I think that just happens because like space time is just unstable. Yeah, I think I think their explanation was that they were popping up because of the unstable space time distortions, and one of those is also what pulled you into yeah. his suit. Yeah, but you don't yeah. think that could possibly be caused by something maybe in the story could, of either this a black and white game or maybe from all the time travel shenanigans of Scarlet and Violet, right? Like maybe that is something I mean, that, was, that triggered the whole story of Scarlet and Violet and why uh and and why Sada and Turo like decided to like, you know, go through time. It's like, "Oh, this is something that we can control. Let's like experiment and let's try to find a solution to this." You've got to ask yourself what in-universe reason is it for Ingo being the one who was pulled through from Unova? Like, what's the connection there? There are connections between Unova and Sinnoh. You can get, uh, there's a a cave in the Unova region that says that through underground passages connects to the Sinnoh region. I think that's Uh, uh, reversal. No, I think it's the cave of... Cave of Being or something, and you can actually get the Lake Trio there. Yes, yes, you're right, yeah. Yeah, I always forget uh, you can get the lake trio there. Where is it? Hang on. There's even just, you know, the fact that, like, well, I guess this might be more of a connection to Johto, but, like, you know, the events for Celebi and the Shiny Beast trigger Mm -hmm. events in Unova. In the Unova region, right off of the starting area, there's a cave that you can only access once you have Surf, and it's the Cave of Being. And you can only get there once you defeat the champion and Professor Juniper is there. And Yuxi, Mesprit, and Azelf appear in that cave after you speak to the professor. And the lore in-game at the time was that it's a cave that leads to the Sinnoh region. So there's a direct connection in the lore and in the mythos between Unova and Sinnoh via that cave. Wow. I, I did not know that. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Is it is it right here? Is it this no, one? No, it's, it's between Burbank and Flockacy Town. So the western part where you start in black and white too, down a little bit. Oh, I see. That area. There's oh, a cave right, right there. Yep. Oh, interesting. I that cave there. you can get the three legendaries. Or the three. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, all right, here, let me tell you one of my locations. So this is where I get a little creepy. Not creepy, just like <laughs> re- reachy. Re- this is where I get a little reachy. Actually, no, I'll tell you some good ones first. The Catskills. My, I got a buddy who lives in the Catskills. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a beautiful location in New York. Um, very, you the know, very Cat new. Catskills? That's what it's called. It's like, it's like a New Hampshire yep. type, beautiful foliage location. Uh, There's two it, different mountain ranges 
in New York State. There's the Catskill Mountains, which are technically not mountains, but they're mountains. And then you also have the Adirondack Mountains up to the north. And that is the coldest, most northern part of the state. So that really, you could... That, yeah, that could be what both of these mountain ranges exactly. are West based on, yeah. actually. Listen... I, I would love it. In in my perfect new Pokemon game, you add new locations dotted around these two mountain ranges that Unova yeah. already has. Because in actuality, there's the so much stuff over mountains here, are huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be add, great. You could add so much stuff over here. Honestly, like the whole up, there's so much stuff that mm-hmm. they could add. Here, okay, here's another one. Uh, Cooperstown. I thought this was fun. The National uh-huh. Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Yeah. Maybe that sounds a little silly. It's like, why would they introduce a baseball town? Well, because there were tons of NPCs who played basketball and who mm-hmm. played baseball. They have a baseball stadium. They have the two yeah. stadiums in in Nimbasa City already. So they exactly. make reference to American sports. Can't you see mm-hmm. there being... I didn't even think this could be possible. But with the Black 3, White 3, we, we've already, you know, we already know that there's more than eight gyms available in unova who's to say they don't add another four gyms and one of the gym leaders is in a a town based on cooperstown and he's a baseball player and all of his little npcs are the the npc like the baseball player npcs throughout the game i think that i mean who's to say that in a black three uh black three and white three they don't add in a new side gimmick that isn't pokemon musicals and it's something to do with those sports stadiums they already have it right there Dude, you I play love, soccer and um in black and uh, white too. Black. They already make a change. They add in the uh, the movie theater part of uh, Verbank City and yeah, the Verbank Oak movie Star complex. Yeah. So they've already shown that in each game they'll add in a new kind of side gimmick mm-hmm. that that is brand new. So who's to say in a black and white three they don't add in another one? Yeah, well, I could see it's that. just like the picnic or camping feature you can play it because like you can play soccer yeah. and picnicking on a. They've got that little area outside of Nimbasa City to the west, the part before you get on the bridge. They've got the trailer there. That's where Alder is. You have kind of like the campground-esque area. So they already have a spot where they could introduce something like that. Yeah, definitely. Let's, uh, what about, um, I see I had Niagara Falls. There's plenty of lakes and national parks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, you already mentioned Toronto. I thought Toronto was like, I'm like, that's right there. They probably could make some sort of connection. Oh, you know. You and that's know what would be. They make reference to a faraway region, and then yeah. they don't tell us anything else. Absolutely, yeah. you made a really. And good everybody point says Gin Tennis Canada. Exactly. Yes. It won't I be, th- but then they'll say, they'll still think mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I think Vermont is a really great uh, location that they could add. Right? They obviously have proven that they're not afraid of introducing places that are outside of New York. We have all yep. these locations in New Jersey. Um, where's the map right here? So okay, we got New York. This is obviously, you know, Manhattan. That's that's what New, what Unova is based on. Mm-hmm. But there's inspiration from all of this area in New York, right? The New York State, the yes. l- l- greater New York State. From my understanding, as someone who's born in New Hampshire, Vermont is where all of the New Yorkers go to vacation, where New Hampshire is where all the Massachusetts people go to vacation. So in my mind, I would love a town that's a little sleepy, little, it's like the little Shire, right? You got Lake Champlain, all of these sailboats. I've been there. Uh, I think it's beautiful in the summertime. I would love another location like that. You see on your map right there, Saratoga Springs. Yeah, let's go. Let's zoom Zoom in on Saratoga. That's where the Saratoga race course is. So oh, imagine cool. a, a location in a black and white three where you have all of the horse type Pokemon running <laughs> a great 
race. And you have the imported, Mudsdale, the Rapidash. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, import yeah. these Pokemon from other regions There's to weirdier. take part in the Great Unovan race. I love that. That'd be that really effect. cool. Have you been to that? Yes. That's cool. It's a it's a sleepy, almost like a Massachusetts esque town, but also has a race course. Yeah, so that's that's a great idea. My other idea was why not give us a Boston? What is the ultimate rival to New York? It's Boston. How cool would that be, right? If there's you like could. almost like it's almost like not the evil teams, but like that could be like the dark type trainers or something, <laughs> right? Like kind of like uh, that could. town in, in Galar, or I'm thinking of like po, po Town. Like, Give us the Cheers bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to walk in and there's a Pokemon version of uh, every where everybody knows your name playing. <laughs> I think I, I think they could make a town that was inspired by both Cooperstown for the for the Baseball Hall of Fame, but then also maybe just like Boston, Massachusetts, and what then if, you have all. Of, it's basically just a giant sports town, and it's like the I rival. Mean, you already have a piece of Unova lore, which is the world tournament, which honors champions and gym yeah. leaders of other regions. So what if they take the Cooperstown inspiration, maybe don't specifically do baseball, but there's a hall of fame there, which recognizes champions and powerful trainers from the, from the Pokemon world's history. And that's the hall that's there. And through it, you get to meet a lot of these older characters. Yeah, I think that'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. Lumi, you had some notes about the World Championship, the World, the Pokemon World Tournament. The World right? Tournament, yeah. Like, would they? Because now, you know, like at the time, table. they did the gym leaders from Kanto through Unova, because that's what existed. Would they now add Kalos gym leaders? Uh, well, there's no Alolan gym leaders, but Galar gym leaders. Uh, um, the uh, what's the region we just played? Paldea gym leaders. <laughs> you know, the champions. Would they add those? You know, what if they that's... flipped it and did? So in the original games, when you went to the world tournament, you battled a lot of champions and gym leaders and rivals from past games. But what if in this one you battled the champions and rivals and gym leaders and trial captains of the games that came after the original Unova games? So you've got Kalos, you've got, you could do uh, Hoenn guys again because you have Oras. You have- uh, You do Kanto because Let's Go. Kanto, you could do Let's Go. Uh, Wait a minute. You actually have all the regions except for Johto. Oh, because they're gonna save that for the Johto game. <laughs> I see. The thing is, okay, we're. I mean, these are all great ideas, and I don't even. I think that's something that's would not even be that difficult to implement. Like, you literally just need to create a model, and then the Pokemon are already created. That's not a hard mm-hmm. thing to add. But mm-hmm. why did they not add that into Gen Seven with the Battle Tree? Right? They only added Who in knows? like a handful of characters, and they weren't. Battle even, Tree like, is disappointing. It's yeah. so disappointing. I'm like, you added Wally. How is that canonical? Like and everyone Gary is a- and Ash age or red they and blue age, age, but no one else ages, mm-hmm. right? So, and I don't know if that's like, it's just game freak logic. I would I, chalk it up to an oversight, probably, honestly. probably. They they didn't, you know, this podcast didn't exist. They didn't understand our concerns because and Cynthia, I will- Cynthia is the same. She looks the same, but Cynthia is also a lot older than Red and Blue would have been. So there would be more of a change in appearance for Red and Blue than there would be for Cynthia. But Wally is also young. So why doesn't he have a change at all? Well, now with yeah. Wally, that would be because uh, he was specifically Oris Wally, and Oris took place at the same time as X and True. Y. True. Um, and you have, but now with the mega, Cynthia, you're in the mega the tr- timeline. So right. yeah. The truth is, with Cynthia, they just knew if we touch Cynthia, we change anything about her, the fans kill us. So <laughs> they. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't. They made him a villain. They didn't well, kill so, him for that. I, I yeah. do want to <laughs> say one thing, but then. <clears throat> 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I want to go into so many different directions. In, in Sun and Moon, they did introduce a new version, a new art of Colrus and Grimsley, which was really cool. And that made you think, okay, like what wh- what does this mean, right? I, I feel like we should do another episode at some point with maybe when Soul's back about all these characters and all these theories because like, I feel like Colrus could have something to do with the plot. I feel like he has to be back involved. Oh yeah, he was kind of important to the Ultrasound Ultra Moon plot, honestly. He's the mm-hmm. one who gave the device uh, yeah. that uh, allowed you to fuse Necrozma. Man, that's crazy. So, okay, I'm looking at the map again and when I zoom out, you know, I like lo- I would love to say let's go to Boston, let's go to New Hampshire. That sounds great. Right? Let's go to like random Portland, Maine. But I think if we look at the map, right? We got New York, we got Long Island, and then look right here. You just keep going in Pokemon Land. We got Nantucket Island, which is a which is a super famous location in in Massachusetts. And I feel like if we're going to get anything in Massachusetts, that probably would be what it is cuz all you have to do is just tack it on right here, right? Like, or, or I guess if this is Long Island, yeah. Or if, right, this is here. You just make an island right here. It's like a new location that they get you at. Even could, you see how with Ondelatown, it goes out, then up, and then yeah. back in? You could yeah. do it the opposite way. I That's would true. love... That's true, yeah. I'd love to know where that Blueberry Academy Dude, Safari yeah. Zone is located in the ocean Bro. outside of the Paldea region. We've t- because we- I understand, I understand that there's an ocean disconnecting these two places in the real yeah. world. You have the coast of Europe, and then you have New York. But it is the same ocean in between them. So yep. what if there is a reference to the Univa region in where the Blueberry Academy is operating? Because they're out in the ocean. Like, it could be anywhere. It could like literally be anywhere. The world is Zoras. Like, that's mm-hmm. about the placement of them. So I don't know. How far off are they? How how into the ocean, how off of the coast, and how off of Paldea are they actually? We have no idea at this point. Linky, I have an answer for you. We got nothing. Uh, so this is Unova, mm-hmm. and this is That's the Azores. Paldea. <laughs> and this is the Azores. Where is it? It's like right the middle here. of the ocean. Yeah. So I don't even think is that the Azores. <laughs> I, I think I that was. Uh, I think it not was even the Azores. Where is it up here? Because the Azores, no, it's like it's really in the middle. That, no, yeah, that is, that is. Doesn't that, that right there? That yeah. is, yeah. So yeah, so it's right here. This is Unova. This is the Azores, and this is Paldea. So, and I think what they would do is just squish that together, and all of a sudden, right? If this is look at this, look at this looks like Unova. Unova, Paldea. <laughs> that was a little generous. And then, and oh, then, I, and then it's just right here in the middle. I feel like they could definitely make it connected in some way. What's the uh, what's the map that I think it was it? Uh, somebody edited together of uh, Paldea, Galar, and Kalos. Just yeah, slightly off to the side. Stick a little ocean right there. Why not? I mean, then you have Univa. They already. We're never gonna get. We're never gonna get all of the United States as a region. So you no. know, which is not in our lifetime, at least. No. <laughs> So the other location that I think it's not really like a real world location. Do you have more places on your map on your on your list? I did have one that I wanted to throw uh, out there, and it's not specifically a brand new location. Yeah, uh, but I just think that there could be a lot of really good stuff that they could do about incorporating more of uh, what they talked about or what they referenced with Lentimos Town into a future okay. game because the town is so different from the rest of Unova. It's yeah. so it's 
they attach it on the map like it's connected to the two uh, to the three other routes on your world map that you can pull up on the town map in the game but you can't actually travel there so yeah. even though it's connected it's not so yeah, i just true. think expanding upon that part of unova which isn't directly connected so i think it could give game freak some room to build some more out there i think that would be interesting lentimus town is like where you get like skarmory it's like it's like mm -hmm. midwestern but it's you like fly from East. you fly it's, from uh the uh what's the city with uh Mistralton. You fly from Mistralton to Lentimos Town. You fly across the region, over the Entrelink, everywhere. Yeah, so like so, right here. Yep. Yeah, so I feel like what could happen... Yeah, that, that that's a good point, because then they could add some stuff on mm -hmm. the left side in the middle, right? They could pad out the Entrelink a little bit more. Okay. I think that's really cool, man. I think that's really cool. I hope we get the route uh, below the original Victory Road. I think it was Route 10. I hope we get that back. Because uh, and black two and white two, you know, yeah. I mean that because the music there. Oh man! Imagine the best music being able to explore the ruins of the plasma castle in an open oh. world game. Yes, that'd be see, and that's the thing. It's like I don't really know if it'd be like fully open world. I mean, mm. I feel like I don't know. I I've like it's lost a little it's sword and shields engine. I don't even. It doesn't even have to be Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Like, it's if it's Game Freak hard. doing it. It's going to be, I, I would be absolutely stunned if it's not either the open world of a Scarlet and Violet or the open zone of a Legends Arceus, depending yeah. on what it is. If it's Game Freak developing it. And if we do believe that they're fully committed to like 3D and this is what Pokemon is for largely forever at this point, then I would be surprised if it's not at least more open than it previously had been. Yeah, I 100% agree. Do you think we would actually get... So we're just jumping to Black 3, White 3. We're just jumping to a sequel. But surely they would have to make some sort of remake of Black, White, and, and Black 2, White 2, right? And how do you think they would go about doing that? Because it's tricky. Because you don't, don't write know. it as tricky. I've thought maybe like they make a Black 2, White 2, but they just like... they just Or they make a Black and White with the whole map of Black 2, White 2, and then all, I those, mean, Game Freak, all those locations are post-game. Game Freak didn't remake Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. No. They made a spiritual remake, a retelling in the form of Legends Arceus. So they've shown... We're, we're assuming that it's Game Freak working on whatever this is going to be, because you can't predict outsourcing and if Ilka's involved. Like that's, it's a completely separate thing. If right. Game Freak is revisiting the Unova region... I don't think it's a straight remake. I think it's something different. So you think there's going to be one game? Uh, maybe. Maybe. They could, right? Like, I mean, there's been plenty of games for Gen Make 3. it Pokemon Gray, and it is I think just it's, a spiritual Black I think it's too on the nose to say that they would ever create Black and White 3. Like, I just don't think they're that. Yeah, they're not gonna, they're not, yeah you're right. They're not going to call it that because you yeah. can't sell that, mm -hmm. right? 20 years later, I mean, later, this, is, like, this is the development studio that said the reason they didn't make a Pokemon gray was because it didn't fit in with like the narrative they were trying to tell with black and white yeah. and the opposites. This is the, the development team that didn't make a Pokemon Z, even though they rebranded the anime to X, Y, and Z almost That's like those crazy. plans existed. Yeah. So I think it's, it's hard to predict exactly what form it takes, but game freak never remade Sinnoh. Yeah. So everything's on the table at this point. That is, yeah, that I can is really see it's just they call it like Pokemon Gray so that you can market it like it's its own game, but it is a spiritual 
successor yeah. to it Black def- 2 and White 2. So it is basically Black 3 and White 3, but we're not marketing that way because, again, you know, you can't really market that to people who can't play the game because it's now yep. $140. Ex- that's a very good a lot point. Of the cartridges don't work. I mean, think about other games that Nintendo has put out on the Switch. They're coming out with Pikmin 4 this month. They've brought 1, 2, and 3 to the Switch, so players have all the games. Mm-hmm. If if you're putting a black 3 and white 3, a sequel to what we already have, is Game Freak going to feel comfortable not necessarily guaranteeing that fans can play the story? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'd love uh, Dream Legends Scenario. Arceus. Dusty, you were talking about it. We got BDSP a couple months prior. We were yeah. able to experience the original story and then get like the that, spiritual. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, is it important for them to preface or like to reintroduce the story of Black and White and Black Two White Two? Because I play Black Two White Two a lot, but I do think Black and White is a completely different. It's a different plot. Team it Plasma is. feels different. It's a different experience because you can't. You don't have all these additional Pokemon. Um, it, it's a, it is a different story. There, it's one and then a sequel. So I think they either have to give us the. I think they either have to like reintroduce black and white and black two white two because those are stories in the story, right? In the in the full Unova game, and then they have to give us another sequel, which is black three white three to complete the story, or they say let's give you a different, uh, let's give you a different story, a different perspective, a different timeline. Right, just something separate, and then this is where I go. What Riddler Koo said, he said there's going to be something called, or he said there could, you know, he used the term paradox Unova, and to me that says alternate reality Unova. Y- yep. What would happen if f- Team Plasma won? I have a fear. Okay. I lay out my fear, yeah, my let's concern. Do let's do it. I'm, I have a hard time seeing a future where we get remakes of black and white and then we get remakes of black and white too i just i I struggle to see a world where that's what game freak chooses to do because that's a lot of years that you're devoting in between multiple generations yeah you're you're assuming same region you're assuming it's like three years right yeah a game each year i don't think it would Mm -hmm. be that what i agree with you so would game freak ever consider retelling the universe story in a completely remixed way that mixes together the narratives of black and yeah. white and black and white two into one game. And it's yeah. a paradox alternate telling of Unova's grand story. Like what if you play as how, or like a new character, right? Regardless. And like you go through it and rejiggered it a little bit. Yeah. I think that's make to make total sense. And because they've already introduced the black two white two locations, those mm-hmm. can be part of the natural story right it's like exactly. you're going up here and it's like oh instead of going straight to the sand area you go to verbank right mm-hmm. instead of going to the desert you go to verbank you explore all of that you there's a little side quest then you go back up right they could change the whole thing around they, maybe they introduce a new location you go up to niagara falls and then you go you know what i'm saying and wouldn't it just be so pokemon to create a new game that spurns a controversy of people going, they're changing the story that everybody yeah. likes. They're abandoning these story beats. This, How could they do this? The for a game, really for a game that people didn't like when it first came out, but yeah, now everyone has like grown to love. I could well, see the, it so easy. Yeah, the people who are yelling are the people who grew up with it, who liked it since the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of potential and it's, it's, it's tricky because I'm like, we all want all we can predict is what 
they've done in the past. Yeah. And I think it really would make sense if we get a game, an experience of a game that's something that we don't expect. Because I think that's actually how you have to do it. I think it, I think it's much better if Game Freak approaches every remake or every new gen with a new perspective, and they want to they want to give us an experience that's tailored to whatever that region is. Right? I think it makes sense for Sinnoh to you know you know I think it makes sense for us to go back in time, considering what those what that story was. Right? I think it makes sense for Unova to do something completely different. Right? Maybe you know it's all about like truths and ideals. Right? what is the opposite experience that we experienced in the original games? Maybe that's what we need to experience, right? Yeah, I can yeah. see it. I don't, I mean, the, the cycle's been broken. They didn't do a remake. Good. They did a brand yeah. new game that was like a spiritual reimagining of Sinnoh. Game Freak yeah. outsourced BDSP. And I don't think it's a guarantee that every time we get a return to a region now, we're going to get an outsourced, like, just upraised game. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen every time. It could happen yeah. again, but I don't think that's like our formula now. I think so also with the remakes, we'll they I think the remakes typically also and again, I think I think the Gen 4 remakes were maybe like an outlier in this, but I think most of the times the remakes are incorporated or directly related or ex- help explain additional story beats of whatever the game is, the main series game is in that generation. Mm-hmm. So you have mega evolution and that whole phenomenon being a complete through line through X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. That was something that didn't originally exist in the Hoenn region, but it you had all these additional story beats right that helped explain what mega evolution was and it totally expanded the lore. So I think... I think whatever we get for Generation Five, it's there's going to be tie uh, tie-ins to the story and the lore, uh, and the mysteries, right? That all these unanswered things um, of Scarlet and Violet. Right? I mean, Counterpoint Zero. though, how did Legends Arceus do that with Sword and Shield? Well, that's what I'm saying. I I I don't totally uh, yeah. I I haven't put that together, but I do know that was a big thing in 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 Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and I think a lot of right. us understand that Gen Four was kind of an outlier in that sense right with fire red and leaf green it literally takes place during the same time period it's like the events of fire red and leaf green take place during the same time as ruby sapphire and emerald Mm -hmm. yeah but i uh, think they've strayed away from that formula is what i'm saying because like sun and moon you had sun moon ultra sun ultra moon let's go pikachu and eevee and yeah there are a few characters from sun and moon because like linky's been saying they want to you know tie some stuff back to it but like z moves weren't present uh ultra beasts weren't present like the big themes of sun and moon were still not present then you have brilliant diamond shining pearl and legends arceus not really any themes from sword jokes shirts and teases like uh rapid or agile style and strong style clearly that has a correlation with the urshifu forms but i mean you know there was no gigantamax there was uh no you know really touch him with the galler story i think that's a fair that's that's a fair rebuttal i i also think there are connections between heart gold soul silver and in the gen 4 games as well right the region oh they're absolutely you touch this in your in your your most recent video there's a ton of connections that's why why i'll be so sad if if we return to univa next year because there's so many story beats that they hit on in legends arceus that connect to the, the the Johto region connect to things we learned about in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, the Sinjo area of the map connecting Johto and Sinnoh, how you can take an Arceus there and give yourself an egg of Dialga, Palkia, and Garatina. Yep. You get to Cynthia is there and she helps you do this. Like 
In some of the text we read in the Hisui region, we learn about how the Celestica people that are now the Diamond and Pearl clan come from the Sinjo part of the world. Mm-hmm. It's all there for us to eventually get another story telling us what happens in Johto. I think it's just a matter of when that eventually comes to fruition. Because one, one, one day we're going back to Johto. It one might day. not be next year, but one day and, that's going to get picked up again. And well, I, I think, think what that's I'm the to... plan is they want Johto to be... I think the reason they be, do Unova next year is because they want to do Johto and Gen 10. Because Gen 10 will be a big game-changing generation. Yeah. You know, That'll be the next black white the next red blue like that'll be it's a huge deal you know they yeah that's a big thing you can market and so i think they would want to end that generation go back to johto because by going back to johto you also probably go back to kanto and so they are going back to the og because it was always planned kanto and johto those were the original games you know i do have one counter okay my counter would be is that Pokemon likes to keep all of its stuff as fresh as possible because Mm. it is an enormous marketing giant. They want to keep all their regions, all their Pokemon as fresh and in the minds of people as possible so they can sell plushes and trading cards and reference them in the anime and keep them in the minds of people growing up. Have we at any point in Pokemon's history returned to a newer location in our in in the years pr- prior before going back to the one before so after we got omega ruby and alpha sapphire and then the next games that we got remade were let's go pikachu and eevee a return to kanto which yeah. follows the fact that we got ruby and sapphire we got fire red and leaf right. green yeah, then we had yeah, emerald yeah. the third version then we went to Sinnoh, and the next mm-hmm. remakes were bdsp and legends arceus is pokemon gonna jump over johto which is chronologically next, just to go to Unova. But that's so what I think, the, is that yeah, they, they, they would swap them. Because for one, they like to keep us on our toes. They yeah, like that's to, the thing for me. We're, Pokemon Gray go, no, Pokemon Black 2 and White 2. They like to, oh, you're expecting Pokemon whatever the third version of Sword and Shield be? No, DLC. So I think they would go, um, yeah, people are expecting Johto next year. So we're going to switch them. We're not skipping Johto. We're switching its place with Unova yeah. on the timeline. Doing Unova Maybe. first. Than the next remakes, Joe. Which is something that they did when they remade Heart Gold Soul Silver. Anyone would expect Diamond and Pearl to come out and then Platinum, and they didn't do that. They give us Heart Gold Soul Silver and then return to the re- uh, to the to the, to the to the third version. I think the main thing here that I'm kind of understanding is that whatever game comes next, the story will tie into whatever story they're and narrative they're trying to tell in Generation Nine. I think there's going to be some through lines. Gen Eight was weird. Gen Eight was very weird. I think that I think Gen Eight and everything in it, even Let's Go. I think I consider that Gen Eight because it's a Switch era, right? Again, that's a little it's bit still Gen Seven. We can't have this conversation. How is it? Okay, this is what let's I'm saying. Let's go is Gen on, Seven. On, on, what, what I'm saying is I there's. Wanna, I want to believe this theory because I do think Unova has a lot of potential, but not to fact check you on your own podcast. But Platinum. Oh came come out before, on! Platinum came out before Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Did that's it really? True. Yeah, it was Diamond and Pearl, Platinum, then Heart Gold and Soul Silver. You're yep. thinking it was Ruby and Sapphire, Fire Red Leaf Green, yes. then Emerald. Yes, but that's then what the I'm next time they did. Well, that's what I meant. So that's what I yeah. So I was right the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I I just I think it's very easy to be like, oh, we found some connections. This has to be next. Are and you two, I, and I do this and I do Are the same thing. Are you still arguing about if Let's Go is Gen Seven or Gen Eight? Is that I think what, listen. Yes, he thinks. Listen, Gen listen. 8. listen 
I'm just Listen, sit back. by this I'll is what really it is. It. By the old standard, right? It's depending on how you look at it. By the old standards, it's obviously a Generation 7 game on a new console, which is fine. But I will say, Let's Go functions and works directly with, I guess I would say directly with Home, which then directly functions with all the other Gen 8 games. And it's a little bit removed. It's kind of like a 7.5, a Gen 7.5. But I do but think... But that's still a 7, isn't it? Yes, but I do think... Aren't the there fact, Alolan forms the, that you can also acquire in Let's Go? Let's Go, yeah. Yes, and then are. also because it comes after, but you can also... When they added backwards compatibility with they, the recent Home update, Let's Go is not included. It is for Sword and Shield, yes. Legends of Arceus, Brilliant Diamond, China Pearl, Gen I just, 8, and Gen 9. Yes, I, I, I recognize that it's it's kind of in a limbo point, and I think that actually works to my point. I not think that limbo I, point. It is. It's, it's Gen 7. Bro, it does not function. Ash Ketchum used a Meltan you, and Melmetal doesn't, in doesn't, Gen 7. Yes, but it doesn't work with the Gen 7 games. Right? I, I, I think it I, doesn't work and with it, the and Gen it introduced games. a new Pokemon. I think I side with Dusty here. I think it's really? just like in the middle. I just think Here's it's like in the middle. The problem is that generations of... generations is such a fan concept to begin yes. with. That is true. That that's that's kind of what I'm trying we, to get like, at. like mentally compartmentalize everything. So I do agree that I would almost say it's both. It it's, is both. It's, it's like a 7.5. It's the 7. end 5. of generation 7, but it's also kind of in its own space where it's not the brand new generation, but it's also so fundamentally different from the previous it's generation. So different. It's different. But also, it's even also, different from the same games mega, in the same generation. Problem is, Let's Go has Mega Evolution, which is in generation 7 and not in generation 8. Let's Go has Alolan Forms, which is the the games prior. But it has Meltan and Melmetal, which aren't available until gen 8. It does, and Meltan okay, that, and Melmetal are like amorphous, not connected to any generation yeah. or well, region. Then really. Legends, that's from Gen Toronto. 9? They're is from Legends the real Gen world. 9? Meltan and Melmetal are Earth Pokemon. No, Legend <laughs> is Legends Gen. Because if Legends, because yeah. by that logic, Meltan's not available till Gen Eight. Well, then Legends is Gen Nine because Ursaluna's not available till Gen Nine. Yeah, that's a good point. I, that's two in the weeds. I agree. No, yeah, that that is point. That is a good point. I I think what I'm. I'm not trying to say it's like a Gen 8 game. What I'm trying to say is like it feels so far ahead of Gen 7, right? At least graphically, right? It's literally sure. on a new console. So I feel like, all right, my let's just go back. My main point was that Game Freak is going to keep us on our toes, right? I we're trying to, we're trying to predict what's going on, and I think they keep throwing these little curveballs, and they go, oh, you think you're going to get Gen 8? Well, you're going to wait two more years. Do you remember? Here's Let's did Go, you which guys is not even a leaks. real game. Did you guys see the leaks a couple hours prior to when Legends Arceus and BDSP were announced? And someone yes. had some screenshots from Legends Arceus, and people were uh, like, "What the? What yeah. on earth am I looking yeah, at?" Yeah, like here? you could see the silhouette of Weirdier. We didn't know yes. what it was at the time, mm -hmm. but everyone yeah. was speculating. Holy crap! Is that Stantler uh, evolution? Yeah. Like and I think Cleaver Game Freak. Too. I think Game Freak deserves a lot of credit for giving us a ton of really different games on the Switch. Let's mm -hmm. go. Uh, regular uh, new generation Sword and Shield, Legends games, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which aren't how they've done remakes in the past. No. Mm -hmm. Open world Pokemon with Scarlet and Violet. Like they've done a ton of different things. So if there is going to be one more big Pokemon game on this piece of hardware, it wouldn't shock me at all. If it's something, it's going to be Johto or Unova. I'm fully convinced yeah. that's what's coming well, next. It's one of it's those gonna two. It's going to be Hoenn. It's going to take us all for a loop. Well, no, I'm being... <laughs> so a, another part of my like my thought process was, what if they're done... Like, 
can they actually continue to pump out remakes at the pace that they're going if they're really going to jump right into Gen 5? <laughs> they're so going to drop so, they're going to drop a curveball on us and we're going to get more Scarlet and Violet DLC next year. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be another expansion pack. I literally pass. don't I'd, even I'd be fine think, with that. I wouldn't shock I would, me. I no, I, is if they give us ports then I'd be okay with that. If they get, yeah. What what I'm saying is like why could they not say screw all of you? Paldea is near Kalos. Let's actually treat the Pokemon games like a Pokemon world and say, wouldn't it make most sense to revisit that region? And then Gen 10 goes, let's go to, let's go to, I don't know, something else. It's like, we'll why, say do, this. why does it need to be so like linear and we need to continue to remake the thing that hasn't been remade? Let, let Alola die. My, my theory <laughs> is dead if you guys deconfirm what I'm about to say. All right, let's go. But Lumi will deconfirm. They it. haven't, to my knowledge, both parts of the DLC, um, they haven't said where they take place. It's Kitakami and it's yeah. those islands. They have said nothing is said. Paldea, nothing not. is said. It's in that little northeast no. point That's that you can clearly see they've distinguished off on the map. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If we get these two parts of the DLC, and it is completely disconnected from that part of the map, and has nothing to do with something that they deliberately make different on the map from the rest of the borders of the region, then my mind is going to start doing somersaults and say, why have they sectioned this off for absolutely no reason? They're not just doing it to screw with us. There's a reason. And what if we actually do get something next year that is, whether it's Kalos or more DLC for Scarlet and Violet, and we're not sitting here with any new remakes next year. We're actually jumping into a brand new generation in a couple years, <laughs> and it's just Scarlet and Violet and continuous new content in this big open world engine that they've developed. We have to go back to Kalos at some point. I'm not done with the dream. <laughs> That's going to make such a good clip. <laughs> I, I just... If they go this whole DLC release and they don't talk about this very deliberate yeah. difference in the borders of Paldea, dude, that's, that's going to be outrageous. Also, it's complete. It's sectioned off in the same way, and it's it it looks the same way graphically area on the map. Zero. That area zero. Yeah. I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, insanity. Really? I don't believe it. I, you I don't know, no, you know what? I think below. that'll happen. To be no, honest. no, this is what I it is. That'll happen. Yeah, I think no. This is oh, that's so sick. No, what they're gonna do? They're gonna they're gonna pull uh, Tears of the Kingdom, where they're gonna put all the focus on Area Zero on uh, on these Lakitakami, and then we're gonna go to those locations. But there's gonna be another location that they reveal, which is gonna be in this DLC, and it's, it it'll be whatever is up in that top corner, which is gonna be Kalos. That's what it's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. I call refuse it. to believe. I to clarify, it would be South Kalos. It would not be Kalos. Yes, or it'd be like it'd be something else, but it would just be that landmass, which is it has be to be geographically. Oh, it connected. would be the Sinjo of Paldea and Kalos. Yeah. yeah, that is what they really should do. So I I'm refuse, gonna I'm gonna clip I, this. It'll be it'll yeah. look good on TikTok. I absolutely uh, refuse, just flatly, to believe that they're gonna let that little section of the map just go as a complete mystery forever. I understand that they've left things as mysteries before, but it's so deliberate. Yeah, I agree, but you also cannot rule out the fact, especially when there's so much of this in Scarlet and Violet, that it was it was something that got cut. Maybe. But if it got cut, why wouldn't they do it in the DLC? The DLC could disprove this entire theory. Oh, yeah, it, it absolutely. very well could. Absolutely. That could be Kitakami. Yeah. It could. Yeah. I, the I only reason so. I don't think it is is just because, I mean, I 
they've been they've been hammering in so much that it's outside of Paldea and they've been hammering in it's they show off Jotonium Wooper. Look, that yep. doesn't live in Paldea. So it would be That's really weird if it was right yep. there. But it, it Then again, could be. then again if it's so close to Kalos, we had Wooper in Kalos but not Paldean Wooper. Obviously it didn't exist but right. in the lore of the game. So yeah. if that is there, it would make sense that it's Wooper and not Paldean Wooper. Yeah. Right, but it'll be I interesting to see. Hopefully, it seems like we'll know in September. Because yes. uh, uh, that I, won't I, be Blueberry Academy. We know that. <laughs> I got a comment by Garoshand. What if a Paradox version of Unova is a version of the game where the uh, player character is dropped into a world where they didn't originally exist to stop Team Plasma? It could even tie back into Rainbow Rocket and Alola and have oh. Getsis missing. Meaning we, as the uh, player character, end up freezing in from the cold heart of Kirim. Sounds kind of violent. Uh, because in this timeline, he lacked both trust and ideals without a player character to be tested against. Then it is up to us by restoring the original dragon to break Team Plasma's hold over Unova. Maybe Alder is missing from the world as well, having become the original hero of Legends Arceus. I, a, there's something there. I do. that. That's really cool. I think that's, at the end of the day, fan service. Um, but, I was about to uh, say the same thing. I was about or, um, to. It feels a little fan too service, fan service but, uh, on the nose. What what is it uh, when like a fan writes their own story? It's not fan service. It's fan fiction. Fan fiction. fiction. Fan fiction. That's it's it, called yeah. head canon. But yes. um, it's Pokemon YouTube. Yeah. What I would <laughs> the way I'm seeing it right now, I'm a I'm a full believer in spiritual Black Three and White Three. So like it is a sequel. It will take place after Black Two and White Two. But I do not think they'll call it Black Three and White Three because again there is the whole issues of. You know, they would have to release Black and White and Black 2 and White 2, and it's just too complicated. But, so, let's call it Pokemon Gray, hypothetically. It might not be called that. But, you have this story, and what you do is you use the story of Black and White and Black 2 and White 2. You just set it up in the same way, like, the Kalos game set up the Great War. It's just, like, a thing that happened in the region that they talk about. And if you play Black and White and Black 2 and White 2... Great, it means a little bit more to you. But if not, you can just set it up as the backstory for the region. Something's going on in Unova where you, because you have to think about uh, if these are Unova games, you're going to get Zekrom and/or Reshiram. So, uh, how do you get those? Because chronologically, one of those is with the hero from Black and White, and the other one was within and was given to the hero from Black Two and White Two. So, I think the plot would be about having to find those missing heroes to unite the dragons again because something apocalyptic's going on or maybe it's an evil team leader. I don't know. But you're having to unite the dragons. So we do also finally get to see what the original dragon looked like. That would I, be my proposal for the story. If, if we go back to Unova, I think the original dragon is a major focus. I have to be mm -hmm. honest. As we've sifted through this entire conversation, I'm I'm leaning more and more to the idea that it's way too predictable to think that we're going back to another region next year. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. This whole thing started like a year ago. I was like, Oh, Johto has to be next. Right. That's what, and I thought I was the ridiculous one because people keep, I'll, I'll people, give you credit. I'll give, I gotta give it to you on that one, by the way, because I, I don't think like, the community assumption for Johto has grown. Like it, it, has, it hasn't 100%. always been this I think, sure. I think Toby has contributed to that. He mm -hmm. all equally has been talking about Johto, uh, but I, I remember the talking Kitakami about it a lot. Stuff and people, too. It's literally that's true, like yeah. Johto vibes. But it makes sense. And I think both of these feel like options. I just think a lot of people originally were talking about Gen 5, and I was like, 
what do you mean? Gen, like we just got Gen Four, uh, right. but it has it has grown to the point now where they're both really popular. And then my by default as a hipster, right? I want to be like, no, we're not going to get either of them. Let's give us something different, right? Because DLC, it's kind of cool. DLC kind of functions as a new re- region, right? Like Kitakami is literally a around, new yeah. region. It's part of an. It's obviously in a, gi- a massive region, but it's literally a new location that's mm-hmm. presumably not connected to Paldea, which is. I mean, it, I it think is that's not awesome. Paldea. It has made that very clear. It said like, this is outside of Paldea's borders. I think that is so cool. I think that is really cool. Not for nothing. Not to say old patterns always rule and and are true at the end of the day. But when was the last time we had two generations in a row that included remix? Two generations Where? in a row. I think like it, was three remakes, it was Gen three and Gen, Gen four. Gen three and Gen four. Yeah. But, Gen 4. But, but the but the Pokemon everything was so much smaller back then. Yeah, right? it's been a long time. Like Sword and Shield had a right. They had BDSB yeah, Sword, they had Oris. and Legends Sword and Shield had Oris. Yeah, yeah. Sword yeah. Gen eight had a uh, Sword. Let's go I, don't, I don't know why I was and I BDSP. And Gen eight had Let's Go. Actually, yeah. no, no. We had, we had two remakes. X and Y had Oris. We had Gen seven with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. So oh, it was Oris, then Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. We then... really do get right, remakes now often nowadays. Well, I thought you meant traditional remakes. If you mean the very traditional remakes, then that would just be Gen three and four. We yeah. haven't had yeah, I we haven't had traditional remakes in a very or ass, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the last well, traditional and Shining Pearl, remake? I think is supposed to be that. Just it by is. the naming scheme, they put an adjective before the name. You yes. Know? Dude, another thing that we didn't even talk about, and I got, I just want to bring this up every time we we mention a remake. I like if we're actually getting a, a Unova game that's fifteen years in the future, that means all of the characters in the region, right, as a character itself, have all aged up, and there's all of this progression, right? People have stepped down. Maybe Roxy is now like really like t- like you know introverted and she's not as loud and young as she once was what if bryson is retired right it's like all there we have all this shifting throughout the region which is going to make it feel like a whole different experience bryson's I, gone full-time actor yeah i can see yeah. a world given the themes of black and white the fact that they basically like the black and white pokedex was completely made up of brand new pokemon they didn't bring anything it was a yeah. soft reboot i could see a world where when they eventually go back to unova Game Freak, as much as people like to rag on them, they still put a lot of time and effort into the theming of Pokemon and the region and why they do what they do, even though people would like them to work on these things longer. I could see a world where we get a whole refreshed cast of characters in yeah, the Unova okay. region in a black and white Dude, Iris, a new I didn't even think of it. Iris will Bianca be an adult. could be the, the professor now, not just the mm-hmm. professor's aide. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I would not like if Sharon was the champion. Oh, no, he wouldn't. Totally He'd be a gym that. leader. I could I see that. He's he already the champion. She's the professor. Yeah, and that's then, what I'm saying. Oh, he... But I don't, I don't like sharing. I think he's too boring. Oh, you know what? You have so you know one of the really cool things to me, at least from so uh, black and white, was the psychic elite four member was you know uh, Caitlyn from yeah. the Battle Frontier of Sinon Jodo. Well, in Black Two and White Two at Pokestar Studios, uh, Sabrina is there as an actress. What if Sabrina now yeah, has moved dude. to Unova and is a uh, gym leader or something there? That's cool. I know. Oh, that's so cool. That's like Koga moving up to mm-hmm. become an Elite right. Four member, dude. That that would be really cool. They could even take characters throughout, uh, you know, throughout Gen Nine or or throughout Eight, Seven, whatever, you know, and move those over. Are there as well. any Are there any Scarlet and Violet characters that we know are from the Univer region? 
I, don't, I mean, I were there any? Well, I mean, seemingly there is the uh, the kid that Ku is teasing. Seemingly, you know, that's the speculation. Yeah, that's true. On him, okay. But he's uh, interesting. We don't we don't even know him yet. Yeah, we don't know him, but you know, the speculation is that he's like yeah. Drayden's grandson or something. Because Game Freak, Game Freak has enough of a track record now that they really heavily tease what's coming next in these games, which is why the Kitakami thing and Johto, and but then the counter of Unova is so interesting. Because if you're just looking at the DLC and you're ignoring leaks mm-hmm. and all of that, it feels like they're screaming Johto in your face. It really does. It does. You know, Soul's I, opinion is I'd that say, they're doing that to hold us off. Maybe. I'd say the counterpoint to that, too, is I think they're aware. Everyone thinks that it is either Johto or Unova. Let's make them not know which one it is. So they give us a ton of Johto stuff. They give us a ton. Of, like, think about the uh, the paradoxes that we're getting with DLC. You know, it's it's the beasts from Johto and the swords from Unova, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, also, just interestingly enough, in the anime, uh, they gave in Journeys a decent bit of love. So Gen A anime, they gave a decent bit of love to Iris. Um, yep. They now made her the champion in the anime, which she was previously not. Uh, she had, like... I mean, they gave her. Well, she was she was champion in black and white too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying is they went and revisited her and oh, brought yeah. her to her game status. Oh, and true, they, true. Uh, they like they had Ash battle her at one point. They had her reappear for the uh, Masters Eight, and she was in that. And they they even did like, yeah, they they touched on her character a lot. Like they talked about how she looked up to Cynthia a lot, which was like something that was established back in uh, black and white. I mean, there was a decent bit of Unova love there in that regard. All right, so some gym leaders from Gen 9 that I think would be kind of cool to head over to, like, a Gen 5 remake. Even if it's just cameos, I think it'd be funny if Larry was on a business trip. That's like, <laughs> that's classic, right? You have uh, Rhyme, the ghost-type gym leader. She's a rapper. You know, New York City. New York City, baby. Mm-hmm. Right, that's is, is, if, Am I wrong? Is that That's where uh, rap started, right, or hip-hop it was, was created. Uh, I mean, a lot of it. I know it's the United States, but jazz was created in New York City. R and B became really big in New York City. So a lot of that has its its roots culturally in New York yeah. City. Yeah, I would love that. That would be so cool. Um, yeah, big rap fan. So that, that'd be really cool to see her in uh in Unova. We've got Tulip, who's another model, and she's a psychic type. And I'm like, that's her and Sabrina. I could even say see Iono at uh at the Pokestar Studios. Oh. <laughs> right absolutely yes so i think those those would be really no cool. you know what would be neat that little advertisement you mentioned earlier linky with the pikachu if you're just walking in the city and it's like iono stream yeah. like not even in the game but they just have like yes. a stream on that would be so <laughs> oh cool. god don't even do you know what they're gonna do when we eventually go back to unova what are they gonna oh, do no. It's going to be in a Lolan peak. It's going to be in a Lolan Raichu on the advertisement. Yeah. It's going to be a hint at Alola, the region after Unova, and yeah. you're going to get a million. But Kalos came after like, Unova. Kalos oh came God, Oh, that's right. true. That's true. But they're giving us Kalos next. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that, that's going to be out of the way. Yes. Man, oh. I honestly, I do kind of want to go back to Kanto. Seeing this picture of Brock, I'm like, damn, like, I want to see that. If I turn 80 <laughs> before I go back to Kanto, I will consider it lucky. <laughs> Dude, oh I, I feel like the Johto game is going to be so much fun because they will introduce some things Kanto related. It's like integral mm-hmm. to, oh, yeah. to Kanto. But maybe. Anyways, we're, oh. we could keep going on. Uh, Linky, wh- what do you want to plug? Thank you so much for being here. What do you want to tell people? Uh, 
I'll plug the channel. Head over to my channel, youtube.com slash Linky. Uh, all my social channels are exactly the same, at LinkyYT. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, I suppose Threads now. All of them. Yeah, they'll I'm be in the description. every single one. I need to uh, make so it Threads. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Are you still, uh, I'll cut this out if it's not true, but are you still doing your podcast? Right now it's on hold. Okay. Because I want to, I want to focus on keeping the main channel consistent. Okay. Sounds good, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on here. We'd love to have you on again. Thank Absolutely. you guys. If Happy you're listening, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, follow Linky. And uh, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, leave us a review. That'd be helpful. It, it helps more than you know. I'll see you guys soon. Peace. Bye. See ya.